rub the pork butt, put it in the smoker. This is Eric Adams coming in with the Musings of Men podcast. I'm here. We're waiting on my amigo Andy, but I'm here today with an esteemed guest. His name is Asad uh, Moses, right? Yeah. And um, this is my sweet mate I live with. He's an amazing dude. And um, yeah, quick intro. Uh, what's good, y'all? Um, it's my first time on a podcast in general, so I don't know exactly what you're going to expect from me. I don't know what to expect from me, but I'm one of those guys who knows a lot about a lot of different shit. So it may be pretty interesting on some knowledge that I may have to share with y'all. And we can all make some funny moments and I can meet his friends and have a great podcast. You know, yes, sir. Andy's getting on in a few, but I thought that we might just go ahead and start this because we're having an interesting conversation about Sasquatch. As per usual, y'all know I'm a huge Bigfoot fan. And um, that's for sure. Like, ain't nobody going to tell me off that. So anyway, I was telling the story about how I was in the Appalachian Mountains of Virginia many years ago now. And I was just camping and in the middle of the night, about two to three in the morning, which is when these creatures are supposed to be out. I heard what sounded like a humpback whale. And it was coming from this mountain peak that was far away at this point. Actually, it's not, we should put, we should share earphones, make this easier. Yeah. Got to get into the technical aspect of it, you know. Technical, it. See, mine. You got the uh, I got regular jack. Yeah. Okay, so you are. Which one? You're, you're right. Yeah, you're right on my side. So this way we can hear each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you get it real good, man. Yeah, so you do. Yeah, so you do. Here. We're going to go like that. All righty. Now, as I was saying, um, I was just, I was woken up by the sound that sounded like a humpback whale in the middle of the night. And, you know, for, for about 30 minutes, I hear not only that one, but then an, a response from another one that was on the opposite mountain peak of the valley. So it sounded like a moan, you know, like a, it wasn't a deep guttural sound like supposedly there has been in the, on these Bigfoot in the past. It was more of a, um, just like a, like that kind of noise. And bro, it sounds like whales, right? Freaking yeah. wild. He sounded just like a whale. I don't know. It sounded like a whale then. Wild. But, you know, then we, um, we wake up in the morning and I'm like, did y'all hear that last night? Did like, were y'all around? And you know, a lot of other folks were like, yeah, yeah, we heard that. We heard that too. Like we can't figure it out. And then one dude, he's like, I mean, he's a Sasquatch aficionado. He knows all there is to know about Sasquatches. And so he's like, yep, that there's a squatch. I heard it. I seen them. I know what it is. And so I go home and I'm, I'm perplexed. I'm like, I, I got to figure out if this is legit or if it's not legit. And when I did some research into it, that's the day I became a firm believer in Sasquatch. 
because when you that that's like a that's what in the Sasquatch community they they call like a class B, um, not sighting, but encounter like a class B. Class A would be like you saw him, and that would be lit. So I have a question. You believe that it's an entire race of these people? Absolutely. Absolutely. So actually, Sasquatch is a very interesting. What's up? What's up, Andy? What's How you good? doing? What's good, man? We're talking about Second Bigfoot. Good, this bro? is a side. Yeah, I remember uh, you were high as well. I was. You, we already introduced <laughs> each other. Hello? Hey, can you hear me? No. No? Can you not hear? He clearly cannot. No, he cannot. That's a bummer. Dude. That's a big bummer. Yeah. So as I was now? saying, <laughs> <laughs> as I was saying, what's going on, guys? Nothing much. On? How you doing? Ah, not too bad. Not too bad. All right. All right. All right. Whew. We're talking nice. about nice we're talking about man. Sasquatch over here. Yeah, that was not <laughs> fucking real. It is. That's <laughs> what I got it is. So I have a question. Yeah. Yeah. So. If, like, I'm not doubting that they're not real. I'm saying, like, if they are, why isn't there, like, more, like, why isn't there physical, like, why isn't there pictures of So, them? all right, here's, here's the thing. So, we got, we got pictures. We got videos. We got footprints. We got cast of footprints, which have dermal ridges on them, which are only found on actual living biological creatures. You have dermal ridges on your feet. It's like a fingerprint, you know? Okay, I know what you're talking about. And... Those dermal ridges are only found on like homo sapien type, like apes, great apes and stuff, which we are. And we have, so, so it's an extremely small, to go back to your original question, is an extremely small um, population of these. Um, it's almost like a missing link, you know, like Sasquatch are the missing link between apes and humans or a combination of both, which some people believe we have DNA evidence in multiple laboratories from multiple sites. Some dude shot one in Texas and they sent the DNA to multiple labs and it all came back as an unknown primate. So he caught one. He shot one. Yeah. He shot a chunk of his flesh off. Oh, chunk of his flesh off. I was going to say, if he yeah. shot him, then why wouldn't like an autopsy or something? Like yeah, that? no, for sure. So, so, why if they why don't we have why don't we have one why don't we know these because they are extremely elusive and that's just the honest truth there's a small pop they, they travel around in families and they're often in such remote areas that nobody would even know like there's a guy in canada in the rocky mountains in the middle of like the rocky mountains who does insane research on these things and he spent months up there documenting their travel patterns. Um, he came like he literally hand fed them. He like threw apples and shit at them. It's insane. It, there's a whole documentary about it on. Does YouTube. he have any photo evidence of this? Yeah, he does. He has photo evidence. Actually, insanely good photo evidence. You up close. Yeah, yeah. I need to look up a documentary because I mean, that that's that just solves it. If we have that, <laughs> Bigfoot documentary Canada. It's on YouTube. Um, so why don't you believe in it? What what's your whole take on because there's like no photo evidence of this thing? It's either fake or it's incredibly like well, it's either fake and blurry or it's just blurry. 
Like there's no, there's no like <laughs> tangible evidence. So how many would you say are in the world if they're that? There would be a population of a total of probably under a million. Under I would, a million? I would guess. Oh no, what I think the population size is? Yeah. <laughs> it's zero because they don't fucking exist. Hey man, man's got his own beliefs. He does, he does. Yeah. Why you see part of part of it is that people who don't believe in Sasquatch will never get the idea of a Sasquatch like creature through their head. But those of us who have either experienced things or are able to expand our mind in such manner, Andy, we are able to um uh contemplate the existence of such a creature, you know. Mm-hmm. Um well think about this. Do you ever think Sasquatch, like Sasquatches, were hidden in plain sight, and would, there could be gorillas? Like no, hundred percent. And they climb trees and shit. Like, like they are the masters of camouflage, and like they they can evade you for sure. So, do you think that all this whole Sasquatch situation? Do you think it's actually gorillas or monkeys, and we don't even like overthink? It's it? an ape. It's literally an unknown ape. So you think that's what it so is. you think it's a species. It's, it's its own species of an ape. That's mm-hmm. very mm-hmm. well. So do you think that like it's a little bit like it's a little bit like, like it's less than a million and they're very elusive. So you can't so you, no one's can catch them. Yeah. So like why hasn't so how long have they would you think it's been around? Oh, they've been around longer than we have for sure. So if you think they've been around as long as we have, there's less than a million and out of years of the human race. Why haven't we gotten an autopsy of one? Are they because that so, so well, we, we actually we found grave sites of these things, and we found we have found hair at these grave sites that has been sent into labs that has come back with the same result of unknown primate. And of course, some of the um, DNA samples from the hair is um, it's it's deer, it's bear, it's other stuff, but there is a percentage of it that comes back as an unknown primate. Okay. And that's essentially what Sasquatches are, is they are literally, it's a species of great ape. And I know, Andy, if y'all are watching on YouTube, by the way, check this out. I got out one there. more thing. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's, it's very elusive. It, there's not the large amount of them, and it's really hard to find. So, yeah. and you say it's been around longer than us. It's hard. So, it's really hard to find. Yeah. So out of the years of human race existing in hunting. And you have aquariums and zoos and everything. They, a lot of people and scientists and people have caught fish that are in the deep sea and very, very rare. So here's, so how so if we can yeah. catch all those things and catch all the other things in like literally that, that are very rare as well, why can't we just find this one? So here's the thing, okay? As people have encroached further and further on natural land and on nature, the sightings of Sasquatch have increased dramatically. There is a correlation between people being in a certain place and the number of Sasquatch sightings. So say like a mountain that hasn't been touched for hundreds of years for all we know. And all of a sudden there's a new development and people start building stuff on there. You are going to get, if there is a population of Sasquatch on that mountain, you're going to get people who are going to see them occasionally. It might take a while because they are, the masters of you know staying low camouflage you but can't see so them big, aren't they? they are, are big they? so, so they, they hide are... up in trees they get down low they are silent walkers in fact most of the time like they have um how much so they're 
bigger than gorillas. Oh, dude, but they, they can what, get up to 10 feet tall. Steps. They can get up to 10 feet tall. And in fact, there's tons of videos from like places well, all over the world and um, all over the world of these things. And there's been sightings. So actually, if we take it back thousands of years, there was a creature and there are bones of this creature that live in um, Southeast Asia called the Gigantopithecus. And the Gigantopithecus was literally a 10 foot tall primate looked exactly like how we envision Bigfoot and how we have seen Bigfoot to look. And this was millions of years ago. Of course they're extinct now as of a so few hundred you, thousand you years just, ago. So you think, so what do you think? Do so you that think existed. That, so do you think, yo, what's his name? Andy. Andy. Yeah. So do you think that if Bigfoot did existed, do you think it's extinct now? If they'd existed? No, yeah. I mean, I think if you, I don't think any species is meant to last that long. So, yeah, I'm pretty sure if Bigfoot did once roam the earth, then it was through long extinct. What would it take for you to believe in Bigfoot? And if then we can move up on. And like shook my hand. <laughs> I'm going to bring you on an expedition. Big, Bigfoot. So, wait a minute. Bigfoot has to fuck him in the ass yes in, in order yes for him to be real 100 mind 100 what the fuck are you talking about Eric? <laughs> is so, that the, so no, basically you think handshake from the guy i want to get to know him so do you think we'll get there in a second they, last so, question so, so they travel in packs you say they travel in families yes so if they travel in families and they go from 10 feet tall and they eventually have to reproduce for sure. Yeah. So why hasn't, I mean, well, let's say this, so like the scenario of a little, like a little Bigfoot baby getting away from the family accidentally and someone finding it, like, why hasn't that happened? Oh no, there've been sightings of baby Bigfoots. And um, then right behind him is a mama Bigfoot, just like a bear. Okay. So are they sightings? So there has been, so there are it's written sightings or is it like video documented video sightings and written up too. Okay. In the news and stuff. Dude. Yeah. It's hilarious that you're so serious about this. No, because I'm I've literally encountered these things. Yeah. I have heard them. I don't don't believe you. Well, I believe why don't you believe me, (laughs) boy? That is disrespectful. I you weren't there. Not my older. You don't know what I have seen and what I've heard, and I have experienced these things. I've done extensive research on them. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm a. I will. I will believe. Yeah. I will believe this till I die because I know it to be true because I've seen it from my own eyes, heard it from my own ears. You're cracked out, man. You're you know cracked. what? Hey. You need to spend more time outside, Mo. <laughs> I do. I go on walks all the time. <laughs> I know. I know. Okay. We should probably segue into um, more civil discourse. Yeah. Um, something like that. So, like, how'd you meet Eric? I'm like, because he was never really clear on how you guys met. Oh, well, he just, well, it, Liam is a, another sweet mate of ours. And he always had an empty bed because a guy named Anthony never showed up. So it was just uh, empty, empty room, just him by himself. And I think maybe like we're eight weeks into the school year, like maybe eight weeks, I think about. And then he, uh, our RA told us we're going to get a new roommate and then looking over waiting. And then he came and then he was pretty chill. And that's really how he, cause he moved in because he had a bad experience in his other room. So. Yep. Oh yeah. Yeah. With 
<laughs> yeah. Uh, we get canceled if you explain it, or you already explained. Oh, it? I already explained it fully. Yes. Oh, good. All right, cancel. <laughs> fuck cancel culture. Yeah, fuck cancel culture for sure. Um, so that episode is on here, like a few episodes back. If y'all want to listen to the whole shebang, but uh, the chronicles of Eric's terrible roommates. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, me and him been pretty tight. You know, we've been we've been good buds. We have a lot of great conversations. Always chopping it. We up. really do. We really do. And he is exposing me to some great culture. Um, and he's yeah. he's a history buff. He he's got some crazy history that you would have never thought. So, um, tell us. I got Give us give us something. Give us something. What something? All right. We were talking about something before we started recording. We were talking about drug trafficking with uh, yeah. Pablo Escobar, narcos, and shit like that. Yeah. So, what's your major? You're a Spanish major. Yeah, I'm a I'm a Spanish major and a business minor. Nice. So, uh, is that is that the legend, yeah, Justin uh, Blue? What up, dude? Oh, we got a full house tonight. All right. Yeah. So, Assad, this is Justin, Andy's Andy's uh, sweet mate, and we good, uh, Justin. He's what? Roommate, he's oh, my yeah. roommate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, Justin, this is Asad, my sweet mate. Cool. Nice to meet you, up, man. Nice to meet you too, dog. Yeah. So we're chilling. Yeah. <laughs> hey. Never mind. No, I was about to say something really fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bro. Let's get into it. All right. Damn, how much did you get? Bro, a lot. You get the munchies? Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> what you got there? He's got a honey bun, bro. I, I, I'm gonna say it's like a big bite. I'm trying to eat paper, <laughs> man. <laughs> yeah, bro. All right. All right, let's get into it. But yeah, so we started like a little while ago. So, in your guys' opinion, what do you think? Is the most like toxic part of college so far? The people from up north. Fuck you, Eric. I'm being real, dude. I can't explain why. What do you think? I won't consider school or toxic. It's just stressful. I'd say but the, I'd say some toxicity. Of the toxicity would have to be the people. And most of them are from up north, sadly. What I say. Oh my God. Call them how I see them. What are you, what are y'all's opinions? What's what's the most? Oh, I mean, I'm, part? I'm not coming out from northern people, but <laughs> yeah, no, yeah. me neither. Well, yeah. So, like, I think honestly, it is kind of the people, like some people that are just like stuck at high school and all that. Yeah, yeah. Like, my old roommate and his his whole group, they just they're just they're not. Yeah, it's not fun. fun. It's like just grow up, man. They're so childish. Like, yeah, for sure. I mean, like, um, so I, I heard recently about the app uh, Yik Yak. I don't know if y'all heard about it, yeah, but no. I only recently was exposed to it. It's basically like an app where people can go and start high school drama shit. And they can just, they can just like, you know, be in that kind of world still. And I'm like, y'all grow up. What is it? What is it doing? What it, are they doing? It's there? like, a, it's like a, I don't know. You can say things anonymously about people. It's really fucked up, to be honest. About random? Just about random people. Be like, oh, yeah, this person is blah, blah, blah. And you can just say it anonymously. That is so childish. So, yeah, so I know. It's awful. It, is it locally or like? But it's like. Kind of dangerous? And that's like dangerous. 
No, these are like young adults. It's like get a hold of your life. Yeah, it's like 18, 19, 20. Middle middle school type of stuff. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. I don't know what to think of it. Well, I know what to think of it. It's freaking, it's stupid and it's actually sad. It is. You know. But honestly, yeah, like the people, um, a lot of them just don't know how to how to be humans yet. Yeah. You know? And they don't know how to like, they, they can't. Um, so I think that 90% of the world's problems will be solved if people knew how to just chill by themselves and they didn't need other people to like go out and do things with. Mm-hmm. Just a thought. Yeah, but that's lonely. What? It's lonely. Not really. It's lonely if you have, it's not lonely if you have friends or people around you. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Yeah, you're saying like individualistic. Like if you're able to entertain yourself, but I want to say you're lonely, know? but independent. Yeah, yeah. Unless you are lonely, that's true. But if you're like able to be an independent person, then you're able to do stuff on your own and just kind of be able to entertain yourself. I feel like I that would fix. Yeah, I I always I, there's something I just thought about. Um, if the world's problems couldn't be like fixed completely but i think it would help a lot if we just like tried to understand each other like we listen to each other um the ability to um like even though something this even if you're passionate about it something you really believe but consider that you're wrong you know mm-hmm. no you're 100 right and i think that if you the best thing that you can do is hang out with people who are different from you yeah exactly you know because that'll put you, um, it'll give you perspective, you know, it'll let you know what other people are all about. And it's interesting. It's fascinating. I love it. Oh, most definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Me, I like, a, I, I love diversity, by the way. Like my friend, like I have a friendship of like five, including myself. We call each other the boys. So it's me, um, my friend, he's white, a Mexican uh, guy. He's mixed between black and white, and then a Latino. He's half Argentinian and half Uruguayan. So all of us collectively are just cool. Like all of us, we, we were cool since elementary. So like, and when I, when like every time I think of like our group and then other friendship groups that are real diverse, I just think of like history. Like everything in history had to happen for all of us to be friends today. Like yeah. if one thing didn't happen in history, one small thing, then we probably wouldn't be friends. Like yep. so much history happened for like yeah. people like us to be friends. Hundred yeah. percent. Yeah, that brings like to um, Andy to our friend group um, in high school and still today. Like you, me, Kyle, and Traden. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's a really diverse group. Two um, two mixed half black half white dudes. We call them our one white dude and our one black dude. <laughs> our one black dude and our one white dude. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, just amazing people. And yeah, and um, that's the thing too. Like, I think people put a little too much emphasis on like the races that you hang out with. Like, oh, white people can only hang out with like white people. Black people can only hang out with black people. Mexicans, you know, whatever. Like, pe- pe- good people. Like, are good people. Good, people, good yeah. people are good people. Yeah. It doesn't matter what color. You know, something a little aspect about it um like if you go into like a cafeteria at your school or go into the gym 
do you did you ever like notice the separation with races on like just like unknowingly unknowingly racist yeah yeah, yeah like un, like un, like unknowingly like unknowingly like the cafeteria or whatever it just severed off between mostly black people here and mostly white people right here and and that was that's how it was at my high school and then between them you'd have our friendship group we would literally be like the border of diversity that's one small section of we were literally in the middle nice. so because like that's just that's just how it was because it's like i feel like every race is like attracted to that specific race that they are yeah. immediately they are attracted it's just their decision if they want to go out of that like you know mental attraction event that you're just born with because you're, you are like you you're gonna go to what you are it's your element when like right. you're not gonna i'm not gonna you're not gonna see probably me hanging around a bunch of preppy white kids mostly <laughs> that's, yeah. not, that's yeah. not my element and you're not gonna see them hanging around my group from back where i'm from you know, like most of my other friends that are mostly African-American. So it's just about perspective if you want to branch off, I feel. For sure. But I also think a lot of it has to do with, you know, how you're brought up. Like for me, I, I think I've said this before on the podcast, but I was brought up to treat everybody as an equal and put and just everyone is a person and only judge them by the content of the character. And I took that to heart. And that's just, I put everyone I meet on an even playing field. Doesn't matter who you are, where you come from, what you look like, whatever. And it's up to you if you want to, you know, sink or swim pretty much. And I think that's, so for me, when I've, when I heard about, or when like, you know, I would, I would see people who would, you know, avoid like other races, groups and stuff, and who would just kind of be, um, only like only with like so like white dudes will only hang with other preppy white dudes kind of i never really understood that personally because that's just not what because i, I feel it's, a, it's another with. one of them you know yeah so i mean i guess i could understand that but for me i just never really got it you know i, I was always yeah i, I, I just see really people care. as people you know i didn't i that's like one of the things like i genuinely like whether my like Say I was in a friend group with like all white people, or or I mix, or I just it doesn't matter. It's just, just whoever. It's all about the content. It's about the content. Whoever I meet, and I just you know they seem like a good guy or girl, you know. Yeah, a hundred percent. I mean, it's like, and you know, we also know people that like don't judge, like they just want to be your friend, you know. Like, yeah, good people like that. But like, I wonder, like, if they like trying to think like with the extremes on both ends like how that would how they would react expand yeah well so like okay so like say i don't know like an all like white gated community you know like really like really rich white people right and then you know you drop off like a person of color and then you see how long it would take before, you know, police would start getting called and all that bullshit. Think about that. Yeah. Karen's 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 do be like that. Yeah, they do. Yeah. 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 Or like, or if the, you dropped off like a preppy little white kid in the hood. Think about that. <laughs> oh my gosh. God. I, know. I know that sounds like I know that sounds fucked up, but it's like think about it. Look, that would be so funny to see. <laughs> be a lie, like. Little preppy white kid from in Compton or South Central or something for like a quick second. 
That's yeah. a that's that's a new experience. He has to wow. wear neutral colors. Can't wear blue. Yeah, blue, no. Gray. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's why it's just wild to think about, you know. And I think going back to, um, you know, what we were originally saying, like the toxicity of some of the people in college, even or at least the freshmen, you know. But I mean, a lot of those folks aren't going to be here, at least here in uh, CCU, even next semester, you know. Right. And I, I feel like through the rigor of um, the lifestyle, it weeds a lot of people out, a lot of people who like you don't actually would want around, you know yeah um but yeah i mean that's just that's the thing with some people it's weird people are strange people are very strange some people just uh you know have that keep that you know from high school they have like they have like the immature exactly you know that you know they're just not nice people yeah exactly it's an alarming amount here wouldn't you agree yes like (laughs) Crazy, <laughs> Lord. I mean, it also like it's like those like they're definitely like party types. Like like I've been like I've been I've been to a few frat parties, but like you know, yeah. like you know you know like type of people like go to those. Like, yeah, no, that's the thing. Party people around here, man, are just like wild. Like they don't get any of their work done. They don't go to classes. They just fucking party straight up. Yeah, no, there was a dude. um in my old dorm hall and he got kicked out of school like the first within the first three weeks he never went to class there was always you know down the hall you would hear <laughs> every almost all hours of the day to be honest and he got busted for having all sorts of stuff in his room but Damn. he was a he was an animal everyone would go to him to party and he got kicked out um but that was bad also. Yeah, no, it was kind of funny. Like everyone just congregate, you know, around there. Wow. See, That's one thing like, they don't really have room searches here, though. They have, yeah. room, they have room searches, here, but not often. Not they, often. And though. they tell us beforehand, so you can get yourself out. Like, yeah. I mean, our is kind of chill. She's like, yeah, yeah. Right. She was kind of. I mean, at the uh, you didn't see her at the beginning because you. Didn't, but at the beginning, she was a little like. RA, yeah, like, she was yeah. pretty much about the rules when you're not wearing your mask, you get on you put it like put on your mask. But the more she got comfortable when the semester went on, she just stopped caring about everything and she's pretty chill. That's nice. That's but nice. My RA knows I smoke. Yeah, one of my so my old RA, he literally said, like, yeah, I have more alcohol in my room than y'all do in all of yours combined. <laughs> I was like, all right, sweet, dude. My friend. He smoked with his RA. No like, way. Wow. That's sick. <laughs> I was like, wow. That smoke is sick. That's fucking, that's a weird concept, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. You're smoking with an authority figure. You can, okay. <laughs> you, already asked, like, you can't really say no, because then they can just be like, they can just report you for, you know what I'm saying? They can report you. Yeah. Bro. Exactly. So you, you kind of just have to go like, yeah, you can cut you. For sure, dude. You know, someone's down here smashing your RA. Like, like oh, 100%. First, like, in the first oh, floor, I heard there's like, someone smashing your RA. Seriously? <laughs> you really? Yeah, dad, yeah, someone That's here in this, in this dorm. In this dorm? Yeah. Oh, shoot. All right, bro. Not ours, but the first but the first. Oh. Well, they <laughs> Dude, that's crazy. I don't know. Hey, I mean, at some point, like, you just see them as just another person, I guess. 
I mean, they kind of, they do really are. They, they are, are yeah. Especially if they're chill. Yeah, if they're chill too, like, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. But my like, our, he like, no, he no he he no he like cares like he he was talking to Alex about reporting him for not wearing a mask, and but like literally we we were all sitting down on the couch, and he walked and I me and Alex were were not wearing a mask and he walked up to all of us and said, he said specifically to Alex put on a mask and he said nothing with me, he, I helped that but I think he I think he like doesn't care like you know me like doesn't care what I do yeah even with the mask because I think I, I helped when his, it was raining one day and I. Helped his girlfriend get to the car because she didn't have an umbrella. So I think he's like, I got you, bro. But he's never said anything to me. Oh, right on. No. It's weird. His, yeah. his girlfriend told me she that if you ever get in trouble, we'll, we'll, we'll take it easy on you. But, oh. So i you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Speaking of who you know, um, I was out sailing today in some gnarly conditions like it was four foot swell 15 to 20 knots of wind and dude we i literally almost broke my jaw like getting the boat out because we had it on the sand and we were pushing it into the wind into the waves is it cold it yeah it was cold dude the water bro i got a wetsuit on this i'm chilling so cold sailing though uh, i'd rather go be in like warm weather sailing Oh, for sure. I mean, it was like 75 today. So, and the water is still like warm is where you can swim in it, you know? Um, but I was pushing, I was holding on to this bar and I was pushing it and the wave, there's one wave came and like crashed over my face. The boat went like this. And then as it went down, the bar like hit my, hit me in my jaw. And I, then I had to like clamber aboard and like hold the main sheet and pull the jib tight so we could get going it was just, it was gnarly out there though. Like we were picking up some serious speed. We almost flipped like three times. And the point of the story is that he wants me to, um, he wants me along with two other people in the sailing club at CCU to, cause he's leaving to go to the keys for a while. And he wants, sailing club? Wow. yeah, a sailing club. That's and so-, um, so he's the guy who has all the boats. And if we complete, so we're working on these courses right now so that we'll be certified to captain the boats. So I can take my man's aside here out on a cruise with the boys and I can take chicks out too. I'd be like, yeah, I got a boat. I got a boat. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you want, I got a boat. So um, it really is about all you know. I mean, the opportunities that'll open, the doors that'll open. The boats you have, are they nice? Yeah. So. Wow. How about he, you know? Hey, so, so, like, you know. I got a boat. Hey, I got a boat. You want to go? Hey. A boat, some some drinks. Hey, yeah. Wow. Oh, yeah. That's dope. That's yeah. Dope. Bro, if we ever go down there, yeah. we got to go. I'll gotta take go. y'all out. Yeah, I will. Well, I got to go do that. For bro. sure. We're all rage on the boat. It'll be dang. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That'd be fun. That'd yeah. Be fun. Pass out with the bow of the ship. You would do it. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so it is all about who you know. That can help in so many ways when you know you know people, like um, regardless of any like any topic, someone like if you know somebody, especially if you're rich, like oh yeah, 
like oh, you know no. like Vince or like Vince. Yeah, he knows so much. Like he said, like he knows a lot of people that can bring him up to the top. That's sick. Like he's like he like you knows his street like since he's from Jersey, a lot of celebrities being Jersey. Mm-hmm. He literally met ten celebrities in his life. Dude, ten, ten celebrities. I've met none. How many celebrities <laughs> have y'all met? Um, nah, nah, less no. than five, I think for sure. Yeah. If you're really, um, yeah, he's met ten. Traveled yeah. the world too because his dad's really? a big baller. <laughs> oh no way! <laughs> We're talking about one of our sweet mates, balling oh, dude, balling. He's yeah. a legend though. He, is a legend. he eats like shit. he eats like shit. He sleeps. Like he shit. sleeps like bro. He literally got up at eleven thirty last night. He's like, yeah, I just woke up, <laughs> and I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, I like went to sleep at like seven. <laughs> I'm like, a.m. He's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> can't do that. I can only do that like when I'm working. Shit, I can't do that on a night like every night. Nah, I hate chance. doing that. It's just like I can do it. Like I can stay up to six in the morning every single night, but I just I hate having my sleep schedule like that. Though. No, especially yeah. when you have like an eight a.m. class. Oh shit! Yeah, early as happens at ten thirty. I but still like fuck. Yeah, yeah. mine's like a nine thirty, and that one's went to bed at like seven. <laughs> I literally like laid my head down and I'm just like and then like three seconds later I get up and I'm like fuck yeah. I'm just like sitting Dude. there like like cursing myself out like you fucking moron yeah why the fuck did you stay up till six in the morning I always make a point to be in bed by like 11 or 11 30 because I got to get up at seven every day so I'm just like we going Discipline. That's tough. Discipline. You gotta go to bed. That's tough. You, you gotta get up early. That has to like, oh, wow. It honestly, I'm a morning person, so it's not terrible, you know. And uh, my roommate, he he kind of skips out on his Lame. 8 a.m. most of the time. Lamb, Lamb what a legend, dude. He's he's Lame. a really cool guy. Lamb's amazing. He is he's an amazing he's guy. He's one of the best smokers. I this one class, but it's no, but I have this one class. I didn't go for the two it for three weeks and i i still i took the test i came on in on test day took the test i still have an air. i don't have the ability to do that if i, I don't I if i don't day. study for like four hours a day i will not pass you know something amazing though <laughs> what i back in high school i had this one friend named cameron he's a he like he makes like he he's a weird guy but he embraces the weirdness by being funny as fuck Heck and yeah. doing his weird shit like like it was one day he told me uh he was i was just it was normal i was minding my business and he came up to me one day and said hey i like to pee on the ant piles and watch them drown in my ear <laughs> he just read, randomly said that that's randomly said that. that's so I, I, that was funny so he's that type of guy so every day in class he slept every single day wow. every single why day. what's the point of even coming then like listen and when test day came around He'd be the first one done with the highest grade. I'm not lying to you. I'm not lying. 100% true. What? Sleep every day. We struggling to find answers and cheats trying to cheat and shit. That motherfucker (laughs) in the front of the class, sleep the whole day. When it comes and then when the test comes, done real quick. I'm talking about done within like seven minutes, not even 10 minutes. Bro, no matter how like, big the long like, Sleeping is how I focus. And that <laughs> like, was a science like, class. Shoot, like, really? Yeah. Damn, it's a science class too. Oh, wow. That's incredible. That is incredible. Cameron's a legend though. Imagine just, just, just 
just sleeping every time. So you just like test a slight work. I don't know how people do that though. I feel like everybody like no like seen that person before. Oh, for yeah. sure. I just like why couldn't I be born with that question? Andy, life a life. Andy, you were that person in our um remember junior year in that algebra two class. Oh yeah, I slept through that. <laughs> you always, bro, bro. He would come in daily almost with his big old bag of donuts, about like that. He yeah. like 12, 13 donuts, and then he eat them all by the end of class, and eat like two fries for lunch. He was hilarious. Wait, I had one friend. His name was Andrew. He was a huge smoker. He didn't give a fuck about anything. So yeah. he would come in to my uh, English class late <laughs> and high. <laughs> Every wow. single day, he'd go with Steve. Bro, right, we do like uh our SSR, our readings before class. Yeah. Like read from a yeah. fifteen minutes and then start class. Yeah, we have He to. would come in like I said. You come in late and high, grab a book, and then go get his seat and go to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> and then he had a nine in that class, right? Oh. A nine. So wait, after you get the nine in the class, we to school or was it just a pen? Uh, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I don't know. Wait. I was never with him when he got high. I just know he would no. be high when he come in. Some no people did smoke weed in school. Some oh. some people in my school know. Bro, like smoking in. Wild. There was people, there's people that smoke weed at school. Okay, I, I think it's you're kind of wild to smoke weed at school. Like if you want to do a THC pen, uh, go ahead. But we like straight like bud, yeah. Yeah, like you. That's 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 a little that's a little sketch. You know? it's a little sus. It's yeah, I mean, sus. some people. I'm uh, Andy at our high school. They did that. I, well, yeah, no, because like people like chief a bong in um the auditorium. Yeah, that's fun. Like, how do you bring that in in the first place? Not gonna lie, there, there, but there's I mean, you just put it in your book bag. You I, guess. Bring, I, I have a backpack in my room, like, that just has I, I just put that uh, in my room. Yeah, it's like, they chief it, bro, and then they just it doesn't set off a fire. Alarm. Okay, low key, that like, that sounds like people and people smoke joints on the um on the football field and on the backfield. <laughs> it's, it's sketch, <laughs> it sounds course. it sounds fun, like, it sounds yeah. fun. like I can imagine being an auditorium. Just <laughs> oh, yeah, dude, like that. <laughs> So yeah, I know yeah, I know football player Rob Gronkowski. You ever heard of him before? Yeah, I've yeah, heard of him. Yeah. So I have a cousin who has a brother who plays for Tampa Bay. So really? and um yeah, like I've I've met him too. His name's Cam Gill. If you want to look him up, like dude, dude's cool as shit, Super Bowl champion. But wow. um he told me he went to his brother went to Rob Gronkowski's uh penthouse in Tampa, and he said yeah. that Rob has the biggest bone. <laughs> he's ever seen in his life like the biggest bone he's ever seen and i'm not surprised knowing the guy that knowing like the perception of rob like the party guy love to hit frat party guy wow because that's something there's like three foot bongs right you just you get like one dude to light it for you in new orleans there's a 30 foot bong i'm sorry those those, like huge huge ass bongs i i imagine you get so so fucking high like like we need to you know what we need to do we need to go to jamaica because we go there Bro, Jamaica. Like, the thing. You can buy bales of okay bales, um, and the American dollar is strong in Jamaica. <laughs> I want to go to the Netherlands because acid is legal over there. I want to try it for the first time. I've never tried it. Well, um, I, I want to do it with my friends in the Netherlands. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> what are you trying LSD at, Eric? Yeah. So, um, Andy, I don't think so. I don't know about that. I only, I mean, I, I don't, I don't think about LSD. I don't think so. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't really mess with the psychedelics. I want to do it once in my life, though, just once. I would do it once with like y'all, 
You, yeah, yeah that's, you know. I want to do, do it once and I do, and just try it, you know? Yeah. But yeah. I don't want, I'm just going to take a little bit. I don't want to take too much, you know? Yeah. Well, Andy can have it. The first time he did it, bro, I had to supervise his ass. Like, it was hilarious as fuck, dude. <laughs> like, he was, like, sitting there like, oh! Oh! He's like, I forgot you were in the car. No, like, bro, I'm literally driving. He's like, I forgot! Yeah, like, yeah, where I are you? Of the drug were, were, were you driving him? When yeah, you yeah I was driving him. The Damn. First, the first time I ever popped a tab, yeah. Bro, driving, I bet, like, I've never been, like, high on acid, but damn, driving, like, I imagine that's, that's like, fun. it seems like, whoa. I whoa. drove high before. I drove high before. But Dude, you have a great story. Oh, you're talking about you. Yeah. He has an amazing story. Yeah. You want to tell it? I'll yeah. go ahead and tell it. I will always tell anybody the story. Hell yeah. All right. Get the microphone nice and close. All right. So this is the so how this is the story of how I got caught by the cop smoking weed. Uh, got caught by the and if and if you know, I mean weed's illegal down here in South Carolina. So uh, it was a bad situation. So my uh cousin hit me up. My cousin's name, I don't want to say his name. He's out there. So so he played, I'll just put it like this. He plays football. For for a D one D one college, he plays D one college football. Yeah. All right. And um, basically he hit. See, I, I smoke every now and then. I smoke every now and then. I'm, I'm not a big pothead or whatever. But it was the it was D it was it was December twentieth. No, I think no no no. Yeah, it was December twentieth. That was the date, December twentieth. And on yeah. since December and within December twentieth, with my cousin. I was on a huge run of smoking weed. Like I, like I smoked weed more than any other time I've ever smoked yeah. it on like a consistent period. So my yeah. cousin hit me up one day with one of my friends named Nez. And he said, Hey, yo, you trying to smoke. So ain't nothing new. What's, what's good. I try I smoke. All right. So yeah. it was a confusion on if I was getting picked up or I was going to drive. So I told my mom, I'm going out to my cousin. I would tell, I would tell her, yo, I'm going to my cousin's house when I'm when we really going there or meet at a spot to go smoke weed. Yeah. So I was with my cousin. My, so well, actually, I got ready. And after I got ready, I told my mom, I'm gonna go out to, you know, my cousin's house. And yeah. my cousin, so like I said, there was a confusion. So I'm in the car about to drive off. And as soon as I so like I'm in the car and down the road, I see Nez and him in the car. Yeah. coming down my road so my mom's looking right at like watching me leave the door she's watching me leave yeah so now she's gonna think something because a car is coming down the road to me when i'm already in the car yeah. so now now it's got a fucked up situation because <laughs> yeah, my mom may find out that something's up so i so one you thing i you went going to a girl's house fake well no i just I already told her i was going to my cousin's house yeah, but if she finds out, you could just tell her. You, you well, know. no, well, that the problem is they were coming to my house. Fuck. So if she if they come to my house together and they see me about to pull out, then my mom's gonna be like, "What's going on here?" So that was the problem. So I it, so it played off very well though. So I I stood there for a second, act like I was <laughs> fiddling with something in the car while I stood there in the yard yeah. while I let them drive by. But then they popped a, they popped like a U in the neighbor's like yard and drove yeah. back and I followed behind them in a way. Like let them get a good head start and follow behind them. 
Yeah. And my mom called me right after that. He said, yo, did you see that car that was coming by? And I'm like, ah, I, don't, I don't know who that is. I don't, I don't know nothing. I'm just, I'm just about to drive with James house. That's all it was. Yeah. So it was good chill. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was, it was fine. So after that whole situation, um, see, I have, we have a meetup spot that me and my cousin go to. Okay. We have a meetup spot and something was very off because for it, it was, it was Nez's week. So it's not like we can control where we go. It's his weed. We got to go wherever he goes. Exactly. So he said there's a spot. See, uh, my cousin, I say Dooley. That's his nickname. My cousin Dooley, he uh, he didn't want to really go to the spot. And yeah. I didn't even know where the spot even was. I, they just told me to follow them. Yeah. And, and that was the big mistake because we had a certain spot that we go to. And we didn't go to that. The, the one night we didn't go to that spot, this happened. And we and then lo and behold, the spot is no more than five minutes away from my house. No more than five minutes away from my house. So we go to the spot and everything. I and we're we're and we park in like a like a neighborhood. And it's like a like a it's like a dead end, but like a roundabout. You know, it's like a roundabout, and then just like a dead end. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, I know I got you. So we park, I get out of my car and I get in their their car back seat. Boom, we lighten up. Um, we're, we're, we have like a, we have, it's at least like five or six blunts. Yeah. We, Whoa, we shit. You were smoking all that? We were. We were in the middle of smoke. I was on maybe like my third or second blunt. Damn. So we, we I mean, I'm talking about, I was telling a story. And like, have you ever smoked weed or smoked anything? And then y'all were telling a story and then that shit yeah. hit you mid story and you say, <laughs> fuck it. You can't even, you can't even speak afterwards. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So that happened. That's what I know that happened. I know that shit was good. So we're smoking nothing new. But then one thing about this the aspect is it was dark that night. Like it was maybe one of the like maybe the top three darkest nights yeah. I've ever seen in my life. Like, it was maybe like 11 o'clock at night. So it was really, really dark. Yeah, it was like, yeah, dark. So and one thing about Dooley is he's never lacking. Like okay. if you're smoking, a car roll by, stop what you're doing. Make sure everything's straight. Yeah. You know, that's what we're always doing. I, I'm, I'm, if I'm lacking, he's not lacking. If he's lacking, I'm, I'm not lacking. Like we're both yeah. always ready, and Dooley's always ready. Yeah. But this one time we were lacking, man. We were lacking yeah. harder. We, we, we was not worrying about anything. We were just lacking so bad. I don't know if the weed was so good, we just didn't give a fuck, or <laughs> I don't know. But we were lacking hard. We weren't looking out for nothing. So because a car would just roll by, and we would get, we wouldn't give a fuck about it. So we were smoking, and see, uh, we're smoking, and then we had it on rotation. So I have the blunt in my hand, right? There's, you know, about to hit, about to hit the blunt. Yeah. So as I got the blunt in my hand, ready to hit the blunt or whatever, a car with lights roll in and then uh, and then Nez said he's in the driver's seat and Dooley's in the passenger seat I'm in the back seat so oh, you're in the car yeah we're in the car because I got my mom's car parked behind us I got out of their car to get the guy in my car to get in their car yeah so we're all smoking in that spot where like I'm not even used to yeah so my uh cousin no no my uh Nez said yo that's 12 and after he after this is how bad Dooley was lacking <laughs> he said, no, nah, that ain't 12. He was lacking so bad. He said, that ain't 12. <laughs> and next thing you know, you know how in police cars, there's like a uh, like the little light that could like goes out on the side of the car. 
Yeah, so that light came out and that light hit a 360. And I said, Oh, fuck, that <laughs> is 12. <laughs> like, bro, what the fuck? That's tw- I mean, that's that's the police in plain sight. All right, damn. So, and I'm putting the worst position in all of them How because old oh, during the time I was 17, because it was okay. it was two weeks before my 18th birthday, damn. literally oh, two damn. weeks before my 18th birthday. So Car, like the cops park or whatever so i'm putting the word so so uh, dooley said to nez hey yo hide the blunts in your nuts so is that, like unless they search you unless they search you hide it in your nuts so so because we had maybe like three left or two left so he put the blunts in his nuts and i'm putting the worst position to all of them because the cops stopped the car Damn, i'm not smoking those blunts they may be they may be two weeks they may i mean i'm not too they may be 20 yards well, away the car is so smoky they're gonna know it's gonna smell like weed no like listen the, 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 so they're like 20 yards away from us they're hopping out of their car and they're walking towards us so i'm putting the worst position out of all of them because remember if you remember the aspect of the story i had the i was the last one to have the blunt the blunt's lit the blunt's it's loud <laughs> this bitch hitting me so i'm so i'm looking at the cops walking me like this with the blunt right there Look, I'm like, this is me looking at the cops walk to the car. So, so, and this, and this is some crazy shit right now. This is God. So, no more than two to three days before this happened, I was on the game with Dooley. And since I was on that recent run and consistency of smoking, I told him, yo, if we're ever in a bad situation where 12 catches us, now this is before it happened. Yeah. I told him, if we're ever in a situation where 12 catches us, I'm going to eat the blunt. <laughs> I told him that. I told him that straight up. So as they're walking to the car and I'm like this, that's the only thing going on in my mind. I'm like, damn, ain't no more talking now. This, this is the actual moment. This is for real. This is game time. Either you're going to be about your words or what? And I'm thinking logically on how I can get out of the situation. So I asked those guys because they're they getting ready, getting themselves ready for the cops to come in the car. So I asked him, hey, yo, I'm going to eat the blunt. <laughs> and I said, yo, y'all got a drink? I said it twice. They didn't even, they didn't even, they didn't even hear it. They didn't even focus on me. I said, I said it twice. Yo, y'all got a drink? I said it louder. I said, fuck it. Eat the blunt. Eat it. <laughs> eat the blunt while it was lit. Just ate the blunt. Ate it, bro. It was like this big. It was like, it was like this big. <laughs> Literally. Ate the blunt. So, ate it. I'm chewing it. It's like the little res, like the like the residue of the weed is in my teeth and I'm getting out of my teeth. That's disgusting. Yeah, so that's happening. And uh after that whole like ordeal, they came to the car yeah. and we rolled out the window, the hot box hitting them in the face. They already know what's going on. I mean, I mean with the smoke hitting them in the face. And then you like and then you know we were all guilty because because it was it was a woman. It was it was a it was a little white lady, and then there was like a big black dude just to look fucking tough. <laughs> he wasn't doing nothing. So she asked us, so she just trying to light all like you know, like the light all in the car. She said, So what are y'all doing here this time of night? Mm-hmm. And we were all guilty because all of us said the same thing in sync at the exact same time. <laughs> she chilling. <laughs> That's all we we all said chilling. All of us in sync, all three of us. So so after that, she so, oh, I forgot to mention the aspect. I forgot to mention the aspect of the story. So when a car first pull up, when the when the car when the police car was coming up, 
uh, Dooley, he ran from the cops before and got away. Oh, shit. So he told Nez, yo, turn the car on. And Nez just instinctively turned the car on. But then he said, no, no, we're not running. So he turned it off. Yeah. So the cops came to us and said, so if y'all are just chilling this time of night, why'd you turn the car on when we put when we pulled up? If we're chilling, why did she why did we turn the car on when they pulled up? So at that moment, I was like, fuck, we did turn the car on. Shit, man. We're there's no way out of this. Then we thought so, about leaving. So, yeah. like, no, no, that's that's a bad thing to take to the cop. <laughs> but oh, fuck, you're right, you're right. So we're like, so in my mind, I'm thinking of a few different things. I said, man, fuck, man, I'm about to go to fucking jail. <laughs> like, because I mean, we were like, it was dead caught guilty. That's all it is. We were, I'm talking about, we were caught everything. Yeah. So I'm thinking about my mom also at that more than jail. My mom will fucking kill me if she found yeah. out what happened. Because not only if she would find out what happened, but remember, her car is behind us. So her car would be impounded if I would have got arrested. Mm-hmm. That would have been a whole other situation on top of me being oh, in jail. That would. Hell yeah. So you, I said. Fucked up situation. I mean, I'm, I'm fucked. I'm fucked, man. So I'm sitting here thinking about all that. And, I, and I'm like, what can you say to like? You know you're guilty. A cop asks you, why did you turn the car on when they pulled up? I don't got nothing to say. I can't say shit. I'm high as fuck, by the way. We're high as fuck talking to the cops. So yeah. I can't. I'm one of those guys who just be, can't think right, can't function right. And I'm, I'm trying to focus and get myself together while I'm yeah, high because I'm talking to the cops. And I can't say shit. I don't know the answer to that. I'm in the backseat high as fuck. I ate, I ate a blunt. <laughs> so Dooley, he's in the parent seat. He's not saying shit. He's high as fuck, too. So this is so my man Ned. So this is why he's my boy, and I will anything he ever needs, I will always get it for him. That's my guy. He's the real one. Yeah. He came up while being high, came up with the perfect answer. The perfect answer while being high. I would have never thought of that answer. I'm <laughs> too high for that. Yeah. So so he said, he said, because we didn't know who you were. And if you would have thought about that, it it was really, really dark that night. Like it's top three dark times, like nights of all time. And we didn't know who they were. Yeah. It wasn't really a lot. We didn't know who they were. So immediately the cops understood that. And then it kind of went a little smoother from there. And the cop asked, do we have any more weed on us? And they they already knew, I guess. No, we said no. Because yeah. we can't say yeah. <laughs> Remember, Nez has the weed in his nuts. <laughs> yeah. So, so they shine the light in the in the cars after that, and just took our word for it. They didn't search oh, us. Just yeah, took our like word they, for it because they didn't have probable cause. Like they did the smell. Well, the smell, but like they wouldn't have found anything. Because 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 yeah, think about it. They, no, because she always because <laughs> after after she didn't see anything, she asked, "So I smoked it already?" We said, "Yeah." <laughs> yep, we smoked it already. We all smoked all of it. No weed anywhere. <laughs> so what was, like, what was the big black dude doing? Was he just like kind he of was just looking tough, man? He was just there to look intimidate and shine a light. He ain't even being about shit. <laughs> he was like a Mister Clean in the background, and it's not cleaning. <laughs> so after that, she went. Uh, she went one by one and asked us, "What's our name? We have IDs." 
um, you know, what school we go to work because we were seniors. All of us were seniors in high yeah. school. So she asked us what we're going to do when we get out. And she uh, came by me and I told her I was going to Coastal Carolina. She asked me, you got some scholarships? I said, yeah. She said, you would have lost all of that. You would have lost all those scholarships and everything. Everything. She just let me know how everything happened. And yeah. my D1 uh, athlete football player cousin, Dooley, she went, see, he was wearing the logo of the D1 football team that he was going to like the hoodie. He was wearing the hoodie. Yeah. So he knew she was going to rip into his ass. So what she did, she said, football, or you wouldn't have been playing football in high. And she really went hard on him because, I mean, he has a full ride scholarship to play D1 football. He could go to the yeah. NFL. He would have ruined that all in one night. Exactly. And uh, and she told us, well, since since we can't find any weed, you smoked it already. Y'all are lucky because if y'all because if we would have found something, we would have booked y'all on some trafficking charges. Yeah. Oh. Literally, and because I mean, listen, you can when you got a trafficking charge, you're done. Like you can't. There's nothing you can do. There's yeah. nothing. There's nothing at all you can do. You're yeah. done for your life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. For sure. I mean, done, even man. when you go to jail and then get out, Jeez. you're going to have that on your resume forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fuck. That's, so, that's so after, but then, but then they were getting there, but you can tell they were actually kind of cool. She said, if y'all can't, why don't y'all smoke in your own house? If y'all don't if y'all want to smoke weed. And then we, and then she cr- cracked a few jokes. She laughed or whatever. And it was smooth sailing. Actually, it was smooth sailing. And then, yeah. and then also, <laughs> And also one thing about it is that like there's a moment, the moment when she asked us that the, like the diehard question that Ned saved us from, like, like I thought of the scaredness of the like the, I was scared, of course, but I also thought to myself, my cousin Dooley, he's like one of those lucky guys. He's a very lucky individual. Yeah. So if do if Dooley's here, I'm pretty sure this is gonna go well. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's going to go well since he's a lucky guy. If nothing's going to happen to him, nothing's going to happen to me. So that kind of eased my like stress level a little bit just yeah. because he was there. Like, he's a lucky guy. Nothing's going to happen to him. So so then, of course, they, you know, they were going to let us off. So we faced that problem. That problem's done. We have one more problem. In the state of South Carolina, they passed the uh, law where, see, Driving under the influence would be just drinking and driving and stuff like that. Yeah. But when you're smoking weed, it was never under the influence when you smoke weed. Yeah. But not, but since they passed a law that it is considered under the influence of smoking weed now, we could not move the car because we were parked. We could not move any uh, of these cars because we were would be considered driving under the influence. Yeah. So they were like, got to call your parents. <laughs> <laughs> and... I immediately uh, in my mind, I'm said, I'm not calling my mom. <laughs> I don't give a fuck. I'm not calling her. I call her. This is over. So yeah, immediately yeah. when they say call my parents, that's not happening. So I called my friend Jay. Um, he couldn't have made it. I just had to call somebody because like because like like the big, you know, big black dude, he was getting on us like, hey, yo, hey, he was a boss man. Hey, yo, boss man. Hey, you good? call you calling parents? I'm like, yeah, I got you. I'm doing it. That's all you got to say. Like he and he'll constantly like every like like 10 minutes, he would get on you like like they're not going to get here in 10 minutes. Like they're doing stuff. So he said, hey, your boss, man, hey, call them like, yeah, we already did their own way and stuff like that. Because James uh, Dooley, he called uh, he called his mom. He called his mom and he called his sister. So 
He called his mom and sister, and uh, only my sister. I knew it would kind of be bad for him because that's it. I mean, his mama and everything. And she came over there. She eventually pulled up, and she even she just talking to the cop. She didn't even say anything to us. So I knew the fact that she didn't even say anything. She didn't acknowledge our presence. She just didn't talk to the cops. She talked to the cops, did whatever, got back in her car, drove off. <laughs> so, you know, his sister driving uh, my mom's car. And we're just thinking of all the different scenarios and what's going to go down when we get back home. <laughs> and um, after that whole situation, um, Dooley saying, uh, yo, it's going to be fine. She's not going to tell your mom. It's going to be good. I, I'm telling you. And I could kind of feel it because his mom was just, uh, like my aunt. She like she she's cool. Like yeah. she's cool as hell. Like, you know, feel me like she's I, I'm 100 percent in my like I well, I knew in my mind that she wouldn't really do too much because she's, yeah. because she's cool. But at the same time, you never really know in this situation. I mean, we just got yeah. stopped by the cops. Anything can happen at this point. Yeah. So. So we got hit. You got to Dooley's house. We got out of the car, and she came ripped and ripped in us. Of course, like I thought we would. And eventually, after she ripped into us, um, he was at Dooley was asking, "Hey, one thing about this whole thing, you cannot tell my dad." Like that was Dooley saying, <laughs> "You cannot tell his dad because because yeah, yeah. Dooley don't want his dad to find out about this for obvious reasons. That's his dad. He don't want him to find out about this." Yeah, and. Uh, and he said one more thing. His mama can't find out about this either. Which my mama, she can't find out. And then uh, she said, "Don't worry, I'm not gonna tell nobody. But don't do this, blah 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 again." And then and then his mom has a catchphrase, right? She has a catchphrase, and it was perfect. She has a catchphrase that you should have stayed your ass home. <laughs> That's her catchphrase. Like literally, she says that all the time. Just stayed your ass home. Yeah, and, she, and then home. and then she just said. Damn, you should have stayed your ass home. And then <laughs> after that moment, it was funny, man. And then for the rest of the night, I or I, I ate a blunt. I smoked a blunt. I'm high as fuck. And his bed's comfy as hell. So I just laid there <laughs> and just melted in with the bed. I became the comforter. <laughs> hey, and and after that, we ate some pizza pockets. We watched some college because the college football national championship was that night. So we watched some college football, ate yeah. some pizza pockets, took a little nap. Went home and enjoyed the comfort of my bed and yes, not in jail. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, you man. Got off, bro. Like, yeah, we got yeah, off. That is scary as fuck. I've never been in a situation where I've mm-hmm. you know, like, but like, fuck. I mean, the, the closest thing I've been is like I had to run, but like. So Andy, that's food for thought. Yeah, man. That's scary. Like it, it was scary because I mean. I, well, I'm thinking in my mind that these guys, like, this is normal to these guys, I'm sure, because they smoke more than me, but they never went through it. And I'm like, oh, because we almost like, didn't, like, graduation time, we were all joking that like, we made it out. You don't like smoking cars? I do, but the reason I don't like smoking cars is one, it, you, when you leave that car, you are going to be smelling so fucking bad. See, like, we had no choice. Smelling. We had no choice because, I mean, we're, there we're wasn't outside. like a setting that we could go. Like our parents' house, outside of our parents' house. Well, we no. would go Well, we would go to a meetup spot. But remember, yeah. we didn't go to our normal meetup spot. And on our meetup spot, we would, we would park and then get out the car and smoke in our meetup spot. Yeah. Smoke outside. But this one particular time, we, we, Yo, we didn't go to our meetup spot. It's just. It's this just, happened. Don't go to this. This is the legend, Vince, we were talking about earlier. 
Yo, what's good? Podcast going on. What's yeah. up? This oh, is our uh, sweet mate Vince. This is the fucker that has that is rich as hell, has I'm 10 met met 10 celebrities in Jersey. <laughs> Traveled the world. Yeah, we're doing yeah, the podcast right now. So live action, girl. Yeah, well. I tried to lose a lot of that. Yeah, it was rough. I, I had to, I had to do all them. Right. Or, oh, they're, they're, yeah, they're starting to get I had to do something, you know what I mean? I had to do something. <laughs> Is the game over? No. We're winning. Uh, Blowout? No. Oh, it's 28 to 14 last I saw. 28 to 14. Man, we're about to lose our rank. No, nah, we're chilling. I'll let you all continue, though. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Gotcha. Glad you escaped <laughs> as well. <laughs> Who all is there? Liam? Yeah, uh, Liam's getting turned up. Oh, he's getting turned up. <laughs> hey, I might go to. I might go there after this though. Oh, my Lord. I know I gotta get work though. I'm uh, trying to reset my sleep schedule to not go to bed at 9 a.m. So. Oh yeah, he's not <laughs> out. Yeah, now I go to bed at 9 a.m. Peace. I have to ask, what is your favorite method of like taking weed? Like like bongs, joints. What do you What do you prefer to smoke it up? Yeah, what do you like smoke weed up? Um, actually, I've never used a dab pen before I came here. I always smoked blunts. I've always smoked blunts. But then dab pens, I realize are so much more convenient. But they are. But they're more expensive. But they are more expensive and in bad situations, which I ate a a blunt is can be edible. It can possibly be edible. You cannot eat a fucking... Uh, Nothing will happen to you. I ate it. <laughs> I'm fine. No, you, you can eat a, a, a blunt, but you can't eat a... Yeah, well, yeah, you can't eat it. You can't eat a dab pen. So, I mean, that's the other side to it. But, yeah. but it is more convenient, though. You can carry it around real portable and shit like that. And I mean, it's, it's good. I like the dab pen. I like the dab pen, too. But, like, I feel like that's, like, a, a side thing for me. When if I, I can't smoke, I don't feel like smoking. I like bones. Like I love. I don't even like like joints. Blunts. No, I've never hit a bone. Never. You you should try it. Never like, hit a bone. Like, just only smoke. You don't seem like a bone kind of guy. You I, don't. I always wanted to, but I've never had. I just never had know anybody who still had a bone. Yeah. Well, I have, I have um, a we're we're all gonna get together. Gotcha. Yeah, we have to do that sometime. If I, you come up here, we come down there, we go on the boats or something like that. I mean, y'all, I was talking to Andy about this a while ago, but like, if y'all take the train down to Florence, I can pick you up. That would be cool. Some weekend we can do that, but yeah. wait. Actually, wait. Let me just think. Maybe. Do you, maybe. Yeah, maybe. Let me think about that. Yeah, y'all just let me know. Yeah. But yeah. <laughs> have have you I would would you do air for your first time? The, the dab pen. Oh the dab mm-hmm. pen. That's Man, what you gotta try the actual stuff. It's it's it's, yeah. it's, it's they're, they're, they're both the same thing, but they're like different. Like they're yeah, different. I'm gonna uh, I plan on it. I plan on it. Smoke some dank shit, man. <laughs> but wait, I got some sour diesel. Yeah. I wanna get some indica though. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, you know a topic that I also wanted to hit with y'all that is gonna blow you out, blow you out mind. Mm-hmm. You remember? Did I did I tell you the story? But y'all you ever heard of Sarah Barkman? Oh, I I feel like I've heard it, but never the name. But yeah, I told you about that, right? Tell tell us, give us a history lesson. Oh yeah. So boom. So 
y'all are in college, right? Yeah. So yeah, that's see about that's see a lot of baddies around, right? Yes, yeah, I know what you say. Yeah. So in your life, have you ever just seen a girl with a fat ass and just oh, like whoa? You yeah, ever have any of you ever done that before? Yeah. But yeah. you should have seen like some of the girls <laughs> like with the five school, bro. I was like, damn. Yeah, same here. So listen, do you ever thought to yourself, why do I like fat asses? Have you ever thought that? Why are men so attracted to asses being fat? Why is that a thing? And okay, the, are you like you? Are you a big titty man? Or like I'm old. I'm I'm this. No, no, no. I'm not. I mean, I I prefer it. it'd be cool. You know what I'm saying? But I'm more about the ass more than anything. So, same. So am I. Agreed. So don't. The reason why we all like fat asses is because of Sarah Bartman. One girl, Sarah Bartman changed was, the world. Changed the world back in back really? in you. Y'all know about history and the triangular trade and slaves. You know, yeah. things about South America and North America and Europe and everything. So, in so What's back when that Sarah was happening, Bartman, hmm? Sarah Bartman, yeah, Sarah Bartman. Cool. So Sarah Bartman was like living, you know, normal African woman, and she was she was a little different because. She had a like she was like considered day. Like she had a fat ass, she had titties, she had all that shit. <laughs> so she had all that shit, right? And that was I, that that was her back in Africa. So when they when when like European explorers, you know, went to cut like went to get African slaves or whatever, they yeah. saw her. And when they saw her, it blew their fucking mind. Cause those <laughs> European females down there not looking like that. Yeah, they don't got no <laughs> European. They, they don't. They don't got that. Nah, not in Europe. So yeah. that was the first of its kind to them. <laughs> so they immediately brought. They had to bring her back. If they don't bring any slave back. <laughs> they had to bring that one back. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was that the first. Sl- like, I'm talking about that was. Think about it, that's the first fat ass they've ever seen in their life. <laughs> yeah. That's the first thick, that's the first thick bit. You feel me? They were just like, yeah. Yeah. So when they brought her back or whatever, and immediately, <laughs> and and they and even though the story is kind of funny, uh, it's the sad story. It's not a story of any good endings, or it's not a Disney movie or anything. So they brought her back, and y'all know how circuses they have acts and you know, stuff like that. So yeah. she was looked at as more of like an anomaly to them and more like a, what I would say, an attraction. So they would bring, they would have like, so they would have like a circus, right? And they would let her perform naked, naked at that circus. And, yeah. and, and wow. people all over <laughs> Europe would travel to go see the woman with a fat ass, the woman with the thick, the, the only thick girl that Europeans ever gonna see. So they will all like see her and be like, yo, she's got a, I got a fat ass, she's crazy. She would perform in front of, she was forced to perform in front of, in front of Europeans at a circus. Yeah. And everybody would just look at her and ooh and ah and stuff like that. And you can she think of her perspective. Hmm? She was African, right? Yeah, she was, an Afri- she was an African, but then she was just, you know, taken like every other African slave. Yeah. So she was taken, put in her circus or whatever. And of course, Europeans liked it. And um, you can imagine what her perspective was like. She was taken from her home of Africa, just taken away by, you know, explorers. 
and then being put into a circus while millions and millions of people traveled just to look at her and being forced literally, literally like a zoo, like a zoo animal. But it's not like they treat treat her with care like a lot of zookeepers treat their animals with care. No, she was treated like shit, but then paraded all in front of these people were just, you know, being exploited. And yeah. who wants to be like, you know, just naked in front of a bunch of Europeans and exploited for your how you're born? I sure as hell don't. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So, Spaniards are weird. <laughs> yeah, those Europeans, man. So uh, after that whole thing, eventually people got used to it. And people said, okay, we know she got a fat ass. We know We've she got seen big, it. We know she got big titties. We know she's thick. We're, we're, we're done. Yeah. I don't care no more. So the attraction slowly, slowly lowered. And yeah, exactly. think about it. She's a slave. Well, not really. She was she not really a slave, but she was just taken kind of a slave because like she didn't do like labor or field work, but she was just taken as a circus act and forced. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So she's taken from her home, doesn't have any education, doesn't have any knowledge of anything. And she done the only thing that she could do, exploit her body again. So she became a prostitute. And oh, wow. of course, she became a prostitute because, I mean, a bunch of those Europeans would love to just, you know, do whatever to this girl. That's the only thick girl. And yeah. and eventually she caught an STD and she passed away because of that STD. You know how Europeans like, you know how they invaded everywhere, right? Yeah. So their ideology of seeing her for many years and seeing that, oh, my God, I'm so fascinated with a girl having a fat ass and being thick. That yeah. ideology passes down from generation to generation. Yeah. And. All of us have, I mean, some of a lot of life like have European in us. So she, and America um, was founded, you know, of course, on Europeans conquering charged. natives. <laughs> yeah. So they, 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 she was the one who popularized. Yes, yeah, because I, I mean, if European explorers explored America and well, the world, explored <laughs> explore, ex- explore the world, yeah. wouldn't their ideology and thought of a fat ass go down here too? Yeah, yeah. So it was. So it eventually was in today's society, because you know Europeans conquered this place. So the thought of European, we speak English because European, because English Europeans conquered us. Yeah. So Europeans thought of a fat ass was why we were like a fat ass. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So if Europeans like Europeans tend to not have like fat asses, so does that mean like fat asses come from like people of color, like? Yes, the first fat ass came from Sarah Bartman. So, so does that mean like white girls now that have like and like not they don't they don't go to the gym they just have a natural fat ass? Does that mean that they have black or like no not even black people of color? Well, that's a whole different. I think that's like a whole different category in a way because like see if you go back from women from like 1960 or whatever yeah <laughs> they wouldn't i don't know what they put in the chicken nowadays but you go on instagram you see a thick one all around campus they didn't they wouldn't have that back in 1960 so i think the evolution of pilates and I different foods and women evolutionizing themselves it's in the more attractive. i think it's in the food <laughs> yeah. i really do I, yeah i don't know so, all right but don't you think, though, Sarah Bartman, though, like, that's a pretty sick story, how they would cut her vagina out for women, men, and children all to look in a, yeah. in amusement at, yo, that's a vagina and just cut out in a museum. And uh, and, and and also uh, the family of Sarah Bartman, maybe back in, like, 1990 or whatever, um, because, I mean, eventually they found out that maybe uh, maybe a vagina is not good to show in a museum. Perhaps not. So, so, so they didn't give her a proper burial, by the way. So her yeah. family... 
uh, back in like 1990 or whatever, um, wanted to like do like a like a memory something and then probably get like a, another reburial in some yeah. type of way just to like dignify her. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, I mean, she went out the wrong way, mm-hmm. you know. Oh, yeah. yeah, but yeah, that but Sarah Bartman. I mean, every time you see a fat ass, I want you to think of the reason why is because Sarah Bartman came. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah. why we like fat ass. That's why. That's why. Sob, brother, give him another one. Give him another one. What you got? What you got? Another one. Another a DJ Khaled. Another one. <laughs> so, what's a fact? Hold on. I remember I told you the story about how uh, the real reason why weed is illegal. Yeah. I, I prob- the real reason, I think. What, what, what do you think is the reason? That would be a, that would be a really so, good one for this episode. I, think, I can't remember the exact specifics of it, but I think it was like it was started with like a political cartoon based on, on like like because government thought weed was like bad and they so they tied it to like smoking weed will make your your wife uh fuck a black man or whatever or something like mm-hmm. like it, it's like a political cartoon like that i'm not sure if that's i i'm not 100 sure on that but i just yeah you're around the same like uh you literally have it like you literally have it in your grasp and yeah. there was and, but the re- the true reason on us there's only one reason why weed is illegal yeah and it's racism that's the only yeah. reason because you were you're around that. Yeah, that yeah, that's well, really yeah. the only reason. It, it was a base. It was it's based in racism. Yeah. Well, basically, back in uh, see, of course, in America, you uh, like in a certain uh, you know how America has a lot of immigrants. So yeah. in a certain time of uh in American history, there was a lot of Mexicans coming into this country. There was a lot of uh, uh Italians coming in the country, and the country was getting real diverse in the nineteen hundreds and you know, yeah. stuff like that. So, uh, you know, one thing in it, what we, we literally has a history, deep history, like, but maybe like in the 1600s back in Asia, even they had weed. So, but, but so one thing that, one thing that the, that Mexicans brought was weed when they immigrated, you know, to America. So when they brought the weed, um, you know, you know how obviously maybe like I'd say majority of uh you know white people back in nineteen oh ever doesn't yeah. are probably racist. Yeah, most definitely. So they don't like Mexican immigrants coming in their country. And of course, they don't like the African Americans or whatever. They don't really like anybody except for their own selves, their own American whites. Oh, yeah. So, like I say, Mexicans brought it into this country major like like as a major like hit. So uh. When Mexicans brought it, well, white people took notice. They took notice, and why? Why? Whoa! This is there's a substance that these Mexicans are smoking, and we need to really pay attention to this. So, yeah. y'all know about the uh, the movement, uh, the jazz movement with uh, Louis Armstrong and stuff like that. Like back yeah. in, yeah, you know I about love, that, right? Yeah, I love that period so much. So all like you know all the big you know jazz you know uh, people, okay, all of them, all of them smoked weed. All of them smoked yeah. weed. All of them were when he performed, they performed high. All of them, and the reason why they uh, it was explained that when the, when they when they smoke high, the music slowed down for them, and it's better for they they're better. It, it, it play they help plays better for them. You can really like groove with the music while high, and it's just 
Dude, yeah, they dude, yeah, yeah they used to do that. I play saxophone and I'm a drummer. Yeah, and I mean Louis Armstrong, he smoked hella weed. He was a real big weed smoker and and loved it. So so with with that movement happening, and then Mexicans already you know loving it, brought it there, smoking all the time. Uh, yeah. White people, I mean the majority, like black people, it became huge in the black community to smoke weed. Yeah, and a movie came out called Reefa Madness back in 19 whatever and the movie reef of madness was about uh uh i'm not uh, i forgot what it's actually about but it's about a guy uh doing some committing some horrible acts to a woman or a family or something like that that was kind of fucked up Mm -hmm. and the reason and the concept of it was he smoked weed so this happened right so that that movie reef of madness ruined the american perception of what because they think if you smoke weed this will actually happen yeah. So that reef of madness ruined the perception of like how like weed is. And I, um like, people like I think mean, I honestly I feel like alcohol is worse than weed, honestly. Like, it oh, is. 100% of it. Yeah, yeah. that's why and I'm just like alcohol is legal, but weed is the problem, you, you know? That's like, a really good point. Like I don't get it. But uh, I think, but there, but there was a, a leader in the FBI named Harry Anslinger. Uh, Harry Anslinger was the was a leader of narcotics in 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 the FBI, and he was racist. He was one hundred percent racist. So when you talk, when you have a weed, when you have like a, a a substance that only Mexicans and blacks, majority of them smoke. Yeah. It's a gold mine for him to take advantage of, you know, of catching them. So yeah. he, so so he ordered scientists to run a study on weed, and the scientists found nothing. They found that nothing was wrong with it. They found it doesn't it doesn't do much harm to your body. And I know how cigarettes are a big thing back then. Um, cigarettes okay. the more harm. They told him cigarettes the more harm to your body than this. So this does nothing. Yeah. It's it's pretty good. There's no reason why this should be um, exactly. illegal. So he was furious with that. Because that's not, you know, the answer he wanted to hear. Exactly. And um, he, so he, so the Washington Post back in 19, whatever, see, it's not like they had cell phones or whatever. So they would get news articles and movies or whatever to um, like make the American perception, make society's thought about certain stuff. Yeah. So he personally made the Washington Post create a fake article about a guy who killed his entire family so this really happened a guy ended up killing his entire family and after he killed his entire family um the the washington post covered it but they lied and said the reason he killed his family is because of weed because he smoked weed and with remember reefer madness already ruined a perception of weed up to the american ears so when you hear a real case of something like this happening and they, they just hate weed at this point because it was a fake article made by the Washington Post. And, they, and yeah. they said weed is a gateway drug. And that can be debated through a lot of people. But I don't believe weed is a gateway drug. And when after he did that, there was something else that happened that um, may blow your mind. So the perception is already ruined. And you know, through the Reef of Madness and there's a real article, but but the reason why he killed his entire family, the reason why he killed his entire family uh, was because he was a schizophrenic. He was schizophrenic. He was schizophrenic. Oh, 
That's the real reason why, not because he smoked weed. Yeah. So, like I say, it was a fake article. And, uh, voice is telling him to do it. Yeah. 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 It was a lot going on with that. But, um, uh, after that whole thing, see, there was a lot of names for weed during the time. The Mexicans called it their own thing. And, and jazz players, they called it Jive. That's, that was their own nickname for it. They said Jive. And, um, um, what's the what's the uh term for like weed now? Like what's marijuana. marijuana? No, not not marijuana. Oh, uh, uh, the other cannabis. The other. Cannabis. 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 Yeah. So the American perception they 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 refer to it more as like cannabis and uh stuff like that. But here, but but Harry Anslinger, um, he was a part of it. Um, they ended up renaming weed something different, marijuana. Yeah. They named it marijuana. So yeah. the American ear can associate it with Mexicans. Because oh. think about it, marijuana. Think about it, the J, you know how in Spanish, like the J is like Not a, a Jew one. <laughs> like, you yeah. know how in Spanish, like the J is like, you know, kind of like a different sound. Yeah. So marijuana sounds like, you know, like Spanish, right? Yeah. So they did it so they could associate it with Mexicans. They, they named it, they renamed it only because they could like associate with Mexicans. So that's fucked yeah. up, right? And of course, you know, it becomes illegal in all sorts of states. And now we're in a new time where a lot of states legalize and stuff like that. But Harry Anslinger, Reefer Madness, fake Washington Post article, and the biggest like underlining reason racism is why it's illegal. Not because it's a drug. It's it's illegal because, I mean, just racism. Alcohol is a drug. It's alcohol is a harder drug. I think alcohol is actually like it's just more dangerous. I feel like 100 percent Even though I, I don't think you should drive while high. I don't like driving. I don't think I don't like driving while high either though, but I've done but it once. I think it's safer to drive while high than drunk, which I don't It is. Don't it is because I mean you can forget a lot of things when you're high or whatever. Yeah. But you won't you won't I don't you won't forget that I don't think you're gonna forget that you drove. With weed, yeah. you I mean with with drink with like like alcohol, you you can forget that you're you won't even be you. You know no. what I'm saying? Yeah, true. No. Well no, I can actually like like I can control like obviously when I'm getting high, I can control like how high it is. And I can just be like, yo, I, I could drive like this. Now should I? No. But it's more safe, you know? Safer than alcohol. Yeah. Also, alcohol, like, I feel like high only, like, intensifies who you already are, and, like, drunk just, is, like, makes you do stupid stuff. I don't know. Oh, for sure. That's, dude, Assad, what a legend. Amazing. I'm not a legend yet. Dude, the history, the history lessons this guy has. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just crazy facts that you it would, is. like, not know just off yeah. of you know, I, I, I don't know how I really learned these things. I feel like I just learned it somehow maybe through YouTube or someone sp- spreading knowledge to me personally. But I just, I just you know, just add up different stuff that you know that a lot of people oh, yeah. get into because I'm interested in it. So I'm going to learn most of it, you know. For sure. For sure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Your boy sleep over there, man. Andy, how you doing, bro? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. Chill. Yeah. Yeah. Said this is history class, man. Fuck. Thank you, yeah, bro. I'll tell you what. Wow. Y'all that? have do what? Go ahead. No, I was wondering if y'all had anything more to say. I I really don't, man. I'm good. 
I know you're good. <laughs> yeah, you chill. <laughs> you you checked out a while ago. <laughs> yeah, he was, he's just out. But, uh, no, I think I'm good. I mean, but do you guys have you guys been to any frat parties down there? I have not. Have you been to any what frat parties? I don't know any. See, one thing about frat parties is that you got to know people to get in there, and I don't really know much frat people. Yeah, and it costs yeah. for for dues. It costs like twenty bucks costs, to get in. In in the big like the first like two weeks, it does. It's free for guys because like uh, they're trying to get people to join their frat and shit. Mm-hmm. You know. But, yeah, rush. Like, rush and stuff. Yeah. No. But if you're a chick, you get in for free. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, it's so screwed yeah. up. Like yeah. if you're gay and you're with chicks. Yeah. No, it's ridiculous. Uh, if you're game, with I think, I, well, I don't think so down here. I don't think so down because here. Because I knew, I knew some, of, I knew some gay dudes. I knew some gay dudes, and they had to pay every time they went. But the chicks they went with got it for free. It's messed up. Yeah. It's like if you're gonna make it free for the chicks, make it free for the dudes. Well, well I, I might dress people, as a chick. Well, I guess, <laughs> I guess the people doing it are guys. Yeah, of course they want yeah. females to come, so they, they do that. They're not worried about the guys. Yeah, that's all yeah, I that's want. True. Yeah. Uh, you plan to go and do anything? Nah. Ever not to even to experience? Nah, I just don't. It's not my scene, you know. I'm not into I it. I I agree, but I feel like I wanted to go for the experience at least. I mean, the most pretty much the the most like party I'll ever do is when like we're at Kendall's. We have a yeah, we have yeah, some yeah. friends and like. That we we go over there and rage sometimes and have a good but time. But it's not even like a party. It's not even a get party. Together it's a get of like together. of less than ten people. Yeah, that's like chill. Yeah, I mean that's like my max mm-hmm. though. You know, like I'm not. You know DMT. Yeah. Fuck DMT. I, I, bro, listen. I heard that DMT makes you feel like literally makes you feel like you're strapped to a rocket shooting up in the air. That's <laughs> well, first. I don't know how I feel about. I, that. I've heard. I've heard about DMT, and I was like, I would never take. I just would never take. I DMT. want to because it seems fun, but at the same time, that's that's extreme for me, man. It's it's a little extreme, but I'll tell I'm you scared, what. I feel like you know, my limit is weed, and and I want to try one time acid, one time. You know DMT, all it is frog slime too. Frog slime. DMT, DMT is frog slime. I know it is. It's the frog, like the like the. I think it is it poison on the back. Like it's like sort of, but it won't like I don't know. It's a certain substance it's... that makes you like from that comes from the back, like the back of the frog, and it makes your yeah. you, that the chemicals mix makes your body react in certain way. Like oh yeah, it 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 sends you, it fucks you up. Yeah, fucks you up. You know yeah. Mike Tyson uh, does it too. Yeah, Mike Tyson DMT. does it. He's Rogan. a big DMT guy. He's Mike Tyson. Like, yeah, Rogan he too. He does shrooms, yeah. acid. He does a lot of shrooms. Mainly, yeah, I, you know, I've seen the video of him just taking a bunch of shrooms. He he did a podcast and smoked DMT while doing like doing a podcast. Yeah, no, Rogan's big on DMT too. Yeah, I do actually. I've been listening to a lot of Joe Rogan. Oh God, I want to listen. Oh, to it's Pete. Pete slammed up against the window. I was wondering what that was. Yo, Pete. What's good? Am I on the show? You're on, yeah, the, you're show. on the show. You're on the show. Please it's another one of our Please don't mates. be gay. <laughs> What's going is, on, boys? What's this up? This is Pete. Oh, Howdy. My roommate. Look at the merch. They're giving these out for free. Look really? The Where? Oh, at the game? Really got the Nike uh, zipper and shit? No, oh, no, that's, that's separate. Oh, my bad. I thought that uh, was yeah, it looked good, don't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll have you on next time. There we go. 
Yeah, I don't want my own show. I'll just be on your show. Oh, for sure. All right, later, dude. What a guy. What a guy. What a guy. Legend. Yeah. Damn, which, what's your limit, uh, Eric? Do what? What's your limit on, like, drugs? Like, what would you I do? think uh, my limit is – I honestly think my limit's weed. I'm pretty weak. I would no, do it. I feel like, no, I feel like I want – my limit's sort of fast. I want to do weed – I only want to smoke weed, but acid I may once. do acid once. What about perks? Maybe you know, all that popping perks and shit like that. I, you know, there's a lot I have yet to explore. But I like cocaine. I just I, I couldn't do that. I could I not do, do that. No I cocaine, I, no heroin. I couldn't do meth. I couldn't do ecstasy. <laughs> I don't want to do <laughs> <laughs> crystal meth. There's a little too far. Bruh, yeah, behind our uh, our high school, there was a meth lab. We're pretty sure. Jeez. The Monticello yeah. meth lab. Well, I. I just I just finished Breaking Bad. It, oh my gosh! Oh, uh, yeah. What about Lean? Like I like, bro. This guy I know. He's my friend. He has done Lean, but he has never smoked weed, and he doesn't want to smoke weed. <laughs> what? <laughs> Lean's my like, worst. <laughs> Lean yeah, will kill. Sir, that that'll kill you. <laughs> he actually kill you. Like people have it, died. He, he did Lean. He was just like, oh, yeah, do Lean. But then he and. That was his first drug experience, and then he's like, and now he's like hesitant to eat an edible. I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh. I'm like, bro, you know wrong. People are crazy. Like, That's like me saying I was, I'll like, I'll snort some coke, but I would never smoke weed. Yeah, no, it's weird. Like, it's like, 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 what the fuck? I I'll go know. more extreme, but there's nah, this girl <laughs> on her hall. I think she wants to try a like an edible. She don't want to smoke, but she wants to try an edible. And she, I think she, she, I feel like she's, her idea of like what weed is, is like extreme. Like she was like, so here are my rules. If I do this, it's in my room or whatever, or Alex's room. And it's only me and Alex and Alex has to be sober. I'm like, bro, it's not that serious. Like, but I guess it's whatever makes her feel comfortable. But yeah. Yeah. I'm, like, I'm just like, I don't know. Some people I feel like think weed is just like this. Like they treat it like acid, you know how you have to be. I mean, like, yeah, that, that's like a lot of the previous generation for sure. You know, always kind of. I mean, growing up, it was very much a no go. You know, and I think that um, this generation. Well, I don't really know. I, it might just vary with people and with parents and how you were raised. Yeah. But for me, my parents, it was always a big no. So same, same. Yeah. But my dad. Um, talking to my dad is a whole other situation. My dad, his nickname is the mayor. He has a lot oh, of nicknames. Yeah. Oh, Ace, yeah. Ace, the mayor, all that. But um, he used to smoke. He used to smoke, drink, smoke weed, drink all that stuff. So, Damn. so, so, and he has his own testimony of why he shouldn't do it. So that's why he always puts on me to not do it because he's been right. through a lot. Yeah, yeah. Man, I, I guess. Nah, it's not that I I would I, I hate the weed is so stigmatized. Like it's getting less and less still. Yeah. I, the day the day I can just like walk down the street with a with a, a blunt in my hand, bro. You can you know we I mean we legal in a lot of states, so you can do that. It's but. legal it's legal in, in Virginia, but wait, really? Twenty one up. Well, no, no, no. Criminalized so, legal pro- it's decriminalized. It's decriminalized here. You get a fine for it. You can't go to jail. Yeah, it's like a speeding ticket. Yeah. Well, you know that uh in South Carolina, like obviously it's illegal, but I feel that 
I don't think South Carolina, like, will, like if they do legalize it, they're not legalizing anytime soon because South Carolina, um, we're like a religious state. You know, you go around South Carolina, Very you see churches every like re, like churches on every corner. Yeah. So that's why it's not like California where they're more or, or up north where they're like open to that. Like South Carolina is very strict, very conservative, very religious. So we're kind of strict on it. Mm-hmm. So it's true. Yeah. It's true. But you got there's a lot of people coming from a lot of different places that are moving here to South Carolina. And I don't know and why. I've they're, and they're bringing life. a lot of their ideas with them. I'd be asking myself, like, why the hell did you come to South Carolina? I'm, I'm trying to get out of here. There's nothing here. You should have stayed up north for more opportunities. Where are you from? I'm from I'm from Sumter, South Carolina. It's uh 45 uh, minutes away from the capital of uh, I used South to Carolina. North Carolina, not North South Carolina. Carolina. I got I, I got some family in North Carolina. I'd be up in there every now and then. Um, like Charlotte, yeah. Concord, Riley. I, you know. Yeah, know. Oh yeah. I lived in Raleigh, but my family, all my family is from Fayetteville. If you know that. that is. Yeah, of course I know Fayetteville. All my family is from Wilmington, so. My dad, my dad uh, loves Fayetteville and things. Yeah, my grandfather was stationed like in Fayetteville. That was his last rotation. as in the army. Hey, Fayetteville. J. Cole, Fayetteville. My uncle played against um, Michael Jordan back yeah, you, in the day. You told me that. Yeah, yeah. So Man. my uncle, um, he, I think he played, he played for some uh, basketball team. I think he was UNCW, and um, he played against Michael Jordan. Like we're gonna win Michael one Jordan. or like five or three. Like as a team or win one? As a team. Okay. As I bet team. Michael wrecked house. Oh, for sure he did. Yeah. But Michael grew up in Wilmington. Yeah, I know he grew up in so, he, he a homeboy. He right oh, up yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. does uh, any of y'all watch sports? Uh not really. Nah, not big sports. Not really. Surfing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I would suspect that because he doesn't really know anything about sports. So I didn't. So when y'all said that, uh, y'all didn't really watch football like that. I knew that y'all probably weren't big sports people in general. Nah. See, you go to me. <laughs> I'm a huge sports buff. I love football, basketball, yeah. soccer, track. I love. I love all sports. And what's 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 the most recent sport that we've uh, that we <laughs> <laughs> see? Uh, See me, see Pete. That just came, right? Uh, we yeah. all get together. We go on my TV in the dorm, and uh, we look at bikini pageants <laughs> and Miss uh-huh. Miss Peru. Miss Peru, do be looking fine though. Listen, number two on Miss Peru. I was, was so robbed. upset. I was she so was robbed upset. And she should have won because she was a baddie. <laughs> So like, wow. like we really just real competitive because like there were bombshell like we just like when we were watching we Miss Peru, <laughs> we, when we were watching Miss Peru, we looked at two different competitions. Uh, and uh, remember number one that was real cute that got yeah. a nice face yeah, and you're yeah, pretty yeah. good. Remember Lemonhead? Lemonhead one. There's a girl who looked. She looked like she had a Lemonhead and she beat the baddest one there. She did. And but the baddest one got to the finals, but Lemonhead ended up winning. She shouldn't have. She she shouldn't have been in the final. No, I was upset. <laughs> yeah, and then and then uh, on the bikini section, the n- number one. Remember that was like. Uh, yeah. She was yeah. in both competitions and still didn't win. She should have won the she bikini. She was so fine. She was fine. She man. was. And then then the uh, that one. I don't even, I don't even know what number she was, but she wasn't good. Number I think it was number five or something. She wasn't. Yeah, her ass was weird. <laughs> so, I mean, you see a lot of, you know, a lot of fake stuff, a lot of plastic surgery. You just see on. a lot of women rolling by that are beautiful, and we rate them from our top scale of beauty and who should win. Mm-hmm. 
You know, oh, dude, some dude, of them things were getting X rated, man. Brazilian <laughs> ones, dude. The Brazilian one was great. Oh, dude, it was beautiful Brazilian women. Man. Oh, I'll tell you what. Do you have a type? Uh, I, I I really don't have a type. Like I feel that uh, me, I have a girlfriend now. Yeah. But but uh, it's not a like a specific appearance that I uh, I like fit bods. I would say for sure, yeah. uh, fit bods are my favorite. But at the same time, it's like I really don't have a type because if you're you can be Asian, you could be white, black, you can be any girl with a dad bod. <laughs> if you can be listen, if you can be anything and you have a nice personality, yeah. you're I'm attracted to you physically. No oh, matter yeah. what race you are, I will take you. You know, that's just my thing. It's not a specific because a lot of people say Thanks. I don't date black girls or I only date I only date white girls or I, no, no, I don't, I don't, I know do, if they're beautiful and they're cool, they're worthy. I, that's the way I look at it. What I'm saying, I, I, I always feel like I feel like it doesn't matter. Like, I feel like I apply that the same way when I make friends. It doesn't matter, just in the same way mm-hmm. with me. Like why it you know it doesn't change anything, it's just Whoever you just vibe with, you know. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, but I will. But I will say, if you're out of y'all friendship group, one of y'all comes back with a bad Brazilian chick with the accent that does the samba. You know the Brazilian dance, oh, the samba. The samba is so y'all sick. will get y'all will get major street cred for pulling something off like that. Hundred percent. Sure. I will give you yeah. mad respect. If you, you know, one thing I would love mm-hmm. to mention: Mexican girls don't date black guys. Really? Really? Yeah, they don't because in the Mexican culture. Uh, when the when Mexican my, my dad told me this because my dad's a play he's been around all fights of females. <laughs> he said, "Yo, if you could," he said, "Mexicans, like, they raised not to date black guys." And he said that if if you can pull off a Mexican chick, man, you number one on my list, man. You number one, you greatest <laughs> in the world. So I went to my Mexican friend about that, and uh, he confirmed it. It was true. Yeah, it was true because wow. the father, the Mexican fathers and mothers. Tell them you can come on with a white boy, you can come on with another Mexican, you can come on with anything. Do not come on with a black guy. And that's racist. At least ninety five percent Mexican households, wow. especially traditional Mexican households, they do not their their girl their, like daughters are not allowed to date black guys. Damn, I don't I don't know why. They're just racist. Like they're, they're, they're racist. They're, they're, they're a little racist when it comes to that traditional uh, th- ways of thinking. But my friend confirmed it. That was Mexican. He said. He said that's why my uh, Mexican friend said that's why he has he has all respect for a black guy that can pull off a Mexican because he because that's going against what they're raised with. They, they just they just forget what they're raised with to go to black guy. Now, that guy is a legend if you can pull that off, because there are some guys that pull that off. But I can't pull that off. You could. I Hell no. See, I could see. You got to be a bad motherfucker to pull off a Mexican <laughs> you when you're really black. You got to be a bad motherfucker. You got to be a, a, <laughs> a black. Fuck. I mean, come on. You're going against their whole ideology with their race. No, I know. You got to be a bad motherfucker, man. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Just a fun fact. I probably never know. That's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. Wow. It's wild. That's crazy. That is. My chances could have been ruined and I didn't even know it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I mean, if you're gonna pull up a Mexican, you better bring out all the tricks, man. Mm. Yeah. I'm talking about bring the whole game. Like you gotta this is game mode. <laughs> if you really want it, you gotta work hard. Yeah, yeah. But you know, let me tell you a story and you might miss it. I there's one girl I tried for. I really like I really like I really, really tried for. And I was going to, I asked her to homecoming. This was high school, sophomore year. I 
so i'm i was in much man I'm, I'm a i'm a band nerd uh yeah like i said i play like clarinet drum saxophone so i got the drum line to like you know like play in the hallways and the on the bass drums that we had five bass drums it said hoko question mark and so i was like i was i was really going for it and did that it was you know i found her in the like in like the common area whatever lunchroom and went to the drum line they like you know set up to make say hoko and she said yes and it was like and and bro i had people walking up to me like for the rest of the week be like but mad respect to you brother Dude, like, 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 yeah, it, was, it was dope it was amazing and um then but she didn't even she didn't even end up going with me like oh she like dips uh, just like and i'm like why did you even say yes in the first place it was so sad i was so sad but it was that's the pre- bro females yeah. have no chill man they hurt you bro like, like i feel you know, like they will hurt you bro straight up i'm like they, they, i was like no chill <laughs> like all yeah like, that's why i'm wary around women because I know that in an instant they can mess with my mind and then they will start to control me and then they will fuck me over as they always do. <laughs> so I'm fine doing me. I'm very selective. Like I don't date like easily. Like that's like, ask me. Either. I don't know. Yeah. See, I have my girlfriend now. She's pretty cool. Like I, I had, she, I, I feel like that's the perfectly exactly what I need though. Nice. And much of the problems that we're always going through every other. Yeah, day. yeah. Well, I mean, it was a perfect relationship. Wait, but you gotta weigh them though. You gotta be like, is this worth it? I mean, I feel that it's. I mean, I'm cool with her parents. I mean, I've never, oh, I've yeah. never had a relationship like as deep as this. Like I was right. never. Yeah. At, like their parent, like I'm like them, her mom mm-hmm. looks. Her, her mom and her dad called him son. Like no that, way! That's, that's, literally, that's how Dude, that's how deep your relationship is. I gotta is. tell you though. Wow! I gotta tell you, I dated this girl in high school, and you know we thought that we was gonna get married and all that. And I met her family. I would hang out with her family a lot, and we were oh, wow, we were really cool. I mean, I was part of that. I was integrated in their family, and but the thing is, she treated me so bad, but I couldn't see it because I was blinded by love, blinded by trying yeah, to make it work. That. And so you just, and when I got out of it, I finally realized all that. And I was like, look, you just got to look out for number one. That's you. That's you. And if you don't, you know, if, if you don't look out for yourself in that kind of situation, like I can't believe that I stayed with her for that long. I don't even know what I would do if I yeah. was with her right now. Like it would, it would be, it would be shitty as hell for me. I don't know, but I don't date easily. That That's my really... I mean, I've gotten close Same. with a couple other chicks. I've I've met some other chicks' parents too, and I've never really regarded it as serious at all. But that was my one serious encounter, close call type deal. Where um, I just, if I date you, I see a future with you, pretty much. Straight up, you yeah, know. Same. Yeah, I, I don't date people for the moment. Like I, I, I would like when I date you, I want to date you because I want to be with you. So if I'm dating you, it's not like I'm. I mean, I'm, I'm not like I'm waiting for us to break up like mm-hmm. i have all faith and belief that and yeah. confidence that this should work yeah but yeah all every every like relationship i say i've been that ended i mean it's weird to say it's like it was never my fault but I, i've never seen see i'm a guy i i see like, every relationship i was ever in i was always the person putting more effort in more me than too, other person me too, yeah so I, all yeah. the care 
and yeah. everything. Like I'm, I'm fighting for my, listen, there's nothing worse than waking up in a beautiful morning, birds chirping and shit. Mm-hmm. You have a good fucking breakfast. Everything's great. I'm talking about you had a great eight hours rest. You feel energized and you're ready to be productive today. You're feeling great. Yeah. And then next thing you know, you get a text and then oh. that text says, hey, we got to talk. I've been there. Yeah. And when you instantly, when you see that text, your heart falls into your ass. You the know, bird yeah. that was chirping, yeah, they got uh-huh. shot down. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, the sky, it was, a, it was a blue sky before, but it's, it's cloudy it's by the rain. It's raining All now. the productiveness that you were going to do, you're now distracted by this exactly. one situation. And next thing you know, you're fighting for a relationship like three times a month. It's <laughs> ridiculous. I mean, I've been in that situation, too, where, you know, I've been woken up, had a great day. And this one time in particular, I remember I woke up to a text that said, look, I need to take a break, blah, 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 which was total bullshit. And that ruined my day entirely. Yeah, yeah it, you it know? does ruin your day, but and you can't let it ruin your day. I can't let it ruin my day. And so I learned to not let it ruin my day. But here's the thing. I had a hard time in that relationship compartmentalizing it. It became my everything. I put so much effort into that girl. I gave her everything yeah. she could want and then some. And still disrespected the hell out of me and just it was horrible you know and so that's why i'm wary around women because i know that they're capable of that yeah. and i and i don't want to get caught up in that because i at this point in my life i'm like what do you bring to the table you well, know yeah. what do you bring to me most yeah. definitely i think that when when the, when it comes to like you know like like i'm saying very selective and who i date um i'm looking what i'm really looking for and it's something like like I just, it's something I won't do without. I'm looking for someone who cares. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, for I, like, sure. I want someone who is just as passionate as I am. And if you know, like, I'm not like I, I refuse. Matter of fact, I refuse. Like, if I see you're not putting effort in, I just won't either. Like, I'll I, cut you off. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Like, you know something. Uh, like something funny is that uh, every relationship I've been in, is something bad happened to me. You know, I, I, I in my mentally. I forgive those people, but yeah. in, 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 you know, I had a hard time, but see, I'm, I'll consider myself religious. You know, I pray to God every single night. I say my prayers and my grace before I eat. I, you know, I'm pretty religious, but, and, um, I had a hard time forgiving people and not even just with relationships in general, like, because I, I don't, I never understood the concept of forgiveness that they would talk about in the Bible. And, uh, my girlfriend opened my eyes to it because, uh, I had a teacher that used to racially profile me and bully and stuff like that back in sixth grade. And I used to always hate her and I I still kind of hate her, bro. But I never, I said, I would never forgive her for, for, for putting me through that year of hell. And even with relationships and me getting cheated on, I said, man, I'll never forgive someone for that type like type of stuff. But uh, one thing my girl opened my eyes to is that we sin every day and me particularly, like I'm, since I'm religious, I ask God, all the times to forgive me for my sin, rather if it's cursing, rather if it's lust, rather if it's, you know, doing stuff with my girl, you know, before marriage. I already, you know, we sin every day. It's inevitable. So yeah. she told me. Ain't nobody perfect. It isn't. So she told me that it was selfish of me to not forgive someone when God forgives me every day. Amen. So yeah. that opened my eyes and said, wow, God does forgive me for doing all. I sin all the time and I ask God to forgive me all the time. So the least I could do is forgive a teacher that made like what 10 years ago that gives me hell or a girl that cheated on me. I can forgive them because God's forgiving me 
God's give, he's doing, it has way more forgiveness than me. It's he's powerful. forgiving sin every day. So I can forgive someone for cheating on me and doing stuff. Like, I mean, I, I, for, I forgive it, but I don't forget it. Right on. I have a you got to learn from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I have a question for you. you. I, I mean, I don't know. I'm the, religiously, I'm not really sure right now, but I grew up in a Christian household. But what are your thoughts on weed and like, and just in Christianity, like smoking, like, you know what I'm saying? Weed's not in the Bible, is You know, hey, hey, <laughs> I do have a take on this, actually. And I would say oh, that yeah. if God put it on this earth, if it is of this earth, God made it, I don't yeah. got beef with it. He put it here for a reason. Well, I don't necessarily agree with that all, all the way because God put tobacco here. People grow tobacco, but That's tobacco true. isn't good for you. So I just believe that it's about not God putting you here and you can do it. It's more about the learning the effects of what you can do and what you can't do. Fair enough. In my opinion. I think you're right. But I also think that, you know, if God put it on this earth, then I don't I don't personally have beef with it. That's the conclusion I've come to. And I mean, one yeah, thing about weed is, you know, Rast- Rast- like Rastafari, yeah, just yeah. in their religion and in their tradition of smoke weed. Like so that. it can't be it's not like it's in a religion to smoke, you know, tobacco or cigarettes or something. Yeah. It's weed. It's it, it's something. To it's you. the herb. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But. What about like in the Bible, like when it talks about like it's bad to like, like self indulge like with alcohol, would the same apply to like? Well, weed? that's saying, and I'm not saying like I'm not arguing for. It. I just like I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, one thing about the Bible is it, it's real contradictive in a way. Mm-hmm. See, you can read it and get taught it, but everything's all about your inner belief because even I'm mean, how you interpret. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I mean. A, a person from 19, a person who grew up in 1960 probably thinks weed is bad and very religious, and they probably combine the two. But a person who is in our era and Christian and knows about weed probably likes it because it's it's all about your perspective and the age you grew up in and everything. Yeah. So yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I mean, even like in, in in like regardless, it's about it's a sin to get tattoos because you shouldn't. The body is is, is considered in the Bible a temple, so you shouldn't get tattoos and everything. It's yeah. real strict and everything in the, in a lot of ways because the Ten Commandments is. But at the end of the day, that's why you for, ask God to forgive you because it's just inevitable to sin to yeah. not sin. We sin every day, all the time. I know I do. <laughs> Straight up, you know. Yeah. You know, I don't know. It's, it's, it's a little, yeah. I mean, it's, I mean, if you're finding your religion, I don't ever adopt yeah. people religion. Rather, if it, rather if it's Allah that gets you in the right path, or rather if it's uh, you know, Buddha that gets you in the right path, whatever you you do, you and I, I'm, I do me and have, I have my own beliefs. But yeah. um, but you I mean, know, you say I what? Mean, I just feel like I don't know. More so, like especially my soul sociology if you have not taken my class i highly I, I, I had a sociology class oh i love sociology God. so much um my my senior year in high school but it just like i don't know i feel like that class like, opened your eyes like it opened your eyes like like the like, quote like uh i can't i'm not i'm paraphrasing um but like are your beliefs only your beliefs because um the people around you have affirmed you know, that they're your beliefs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and, because and like, like something crazy. Like, well, I don't mean to cut you off, but what? something, but something crazy is like, it's like it's like an example. Up in the Middle East, yeah. women 
are to walk in their man's shadow in the Middle East. They are not spoken. They don't speak when spoken to. They cover their entire bodies and everything. They can't drive and they don't have rights. But you go here in America and it's it, women's fighting for rights. Right. So who's to say what's right or wrong? Because to them yeah. in their religion and where they're from, it's right for women to be treated like that. Mm-hmm. But here, it's not, it's just about geographically where you're from and the people around you on perspective. So when, when you call oh, it, because so, sure. like, yeah, a cultural difference, because sociology really opens your eye to that. Oh, because okay. people it's say it's bad to really do this and do that. You know what I'm saying? But in this part of the world, it's good to do that. So we don't know what's right or wrong. Sure. It's up to interpretation I, what's right and wrong. I, I think everyone should take a sociology class because it really opens your eye. I feel like when something challenges you to any aspects, it makes you think, challenges your thinking it's good in my opinion yeah oh so, for sure yeah mm-hmm. just like hanging out with other people challenges your beliefs challenges you know who yeah, you especially are. when you're with different people and comes from like different backgrounds and then oh, you yeah. Oh, yeah. something new you've never seen before I mean, we come oh from yeah completely different backgrounds yeah you know I mean, hey, hey i tell you new stuff are. all the time yeah yeah i'm my ever i have another class music to the world it is so like i'm learning all my classes for the most part are like really I guess they're like challenging your ways thinking about like you know like we in music in my music of the world class we're learning about like you know like um you know how like whenever you refer to like you don't refer to like when you say like what music do you listen to you don't say like american music you listen you, you say like a genre or like or an artist you know what i'm saying um mm-hmm. you know learning about uh that you know like you know how like you some a lot of times there's generalization on like how you say like African music or Chinese music or, you know, like, but when the specific, you know, like, you know, like, that's a very generalized statement and, like, not, you know, realizing and learning, like, oh, these are, like, Africa's a continent. Like, that's, like, that's not, like, well, see, not me, I listen, is, I listen to a lot yeah. of Afrocentric music. Like, yeah, I say Afrocentric. Does. That's see, what I say. Because, okay. you know, Burna Boy, yeah, Wiz Kid, you know, all the... Yeah, and, and it's not, like, like, you when you say African music, there's so many like different like you know like these are yeah, so many different genres. people, different different languages, different cultures, you know. But um, it's just it's interesting and expands your perspective and and you know some, you know getting away from this like um, Eurocentric you know um, ideas. But it, I feel it's, it's so American love, ideas like, too, like yeah, because it's it really like America's perspective. Because I have a friend who. Uh, He's traveled all over the world. He speaks like three languages. Um, his family is from the Czech. They live in the Czech Republic in Europe and everything. And uh, he plays soccer here. And he's traveled all over to Europe. He traveled all over in, uh, in South America. He's traveled here in North America. And um, he said that America is that the one country like they they believe that they're the center of the world. They believe, I mean, America, a lot of runs, a lot of the pop culture aspect of a lot of things. It does, yeah. But outside of that, it's like, it's just, like, it's it's just, I mean, he says America, like a lot of Americans don't even know some European places that are like real. We don't places. even know. They don't because America even so, name half the states in America. Yeah, I mean, yeah, America's so yeah. self-absorbed. And you know <laughs> what I'm saying? No, we're they don't realize world. that the world okay. is bigger than them. We are so so self-absorbed. And, and that's actually I plan to um, I don't know if I'm going to do it after like two years of college and then take a gap year and then go back or after college. But I'm gonna I'm gonna be moving to a foreign country. I haven't decided which country yet. With you can do study abroad. 
I could do study abroad and I plan to do study abroad, but do you I want to learn the language? I, yes. I want to learn the language. Uh, do you, would you want to learn? Because I, I think that would depend on the country too. Like you have well, to find a yes. language first for that country. Most definitely. That's what I would be doing, but I wanted, I think it would be cool to do it with my sister. Um, I don't know, but it all depends. So we'll say like, I, I want to like, I want to travel and understand different cultures and learn, you know, like, seeing beyond yourself and like the sense of community that is around like foreign countries that i don't think america really has you know yeah yeah, yeah. it's just well, interesting well you know some i have i'm a spanish major and oh, wow. uh, so and in the spanish major uh you have to take a class that i'm taking currently it's called a language and uh, it's called it's called language and intercultural studies class mm-hmm. and in that class well mainly we learn about you know uh like not just different cultures but more of taking in and learning the aspects of 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 the aspects of taking in these different cultures and stuff like that and um one thing like i learned from like the class is that it's not just like if for a lot of people it's really hard to take in a lot of different cultures because of where you're from you know like you know like something but for example did you know in spain around I, I forgot don't quote me but it's like around 12 ish or around one o'clock everything closes like well i know stores, everything in england shuts down by like five well no not shut down but like a half time oh interesting so like in spain things like in madrid for example like just like the big you know hub in like uh it's a big hub in spain so they like around 12 or one I, it's sometime in there they just kind of like they'll be at work or be doing what they're doing. And then everybody just stops what they're doing. They close restaurants. They close stores. Everybody goes home. They eat, go relax, unwind oh, with their families. Nice. And wow. then maybe within a few hours, they would get back maybe like an hour and a half, two hours. They'd get back to it. So it would be like a halftime throughout their day. So I like that. That's, that's yeah. what they do. And that's normal to them. But you know how you go to see right? you go to America. You work in an eight hour shift. You know what I'm saying? And also in in Europe, like Spain or whatever, they get more vacation time. Yeah. Because uh, one thing about America, we're real like uh, industrialized where, you know, by places like the Big Apple, they're constantly moving, constantly working, work, 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 because you work. I I don't even believe in that. Like the, I, I, that's also something you learn in sociology. It's, you learn about Karl Marx and you hear about him a little bit and they talk about like how capitalism pushes this idea that you have to like be working, working, working 24-7 for the society to function and work, but it's not true. Now, that's not like, I don't say this to be like, oh, be lazy now and just not work, but like that whole work, 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 oh, like we have to work all the time is so dumb. Yeah, Justin, I think we talked about this last week too. And yeah. we had some, it was, it was fascinating, dude. Like, you have some really good perspective on it. Thank you. Yeah, like, also, uh, like, the reason why, uh, like, places like Spain and Europe and stuff like that, the reason why they kind of, like, do, like, a halftime throughout their day is because a lot of those countries in Europe, they're very family-oriented. Nice. They really I enjoy family time and breaks and the, the idea of relaxation. America doesn't have that. I'm down for Does, that. America, idea. America doesn't have that type because they're constantly work, work, work. But you go to Spain, they say, "Yo, you can work, but listen, we're gonna we're gonna do a halftime throughout this day, and we're gonna give because they give more vacation time than America." Yeah, yeah. I mean, America. Yeah, also, you know, like the idea, like in America, we have like the self-made man or the 
you know, like mm-hmm. independent, like you, you bring yourself, like, you know, like I'm one of them. Part of, what? I'm one of them big time. See, yes, but it, it takes that like idea of a self-made man is like it take an individualism takes away from like the community aspect of America. And also America is so much bigger than like all these countries. So, so as you are correct, America is a lot bigger than a lot of these countries. Um, I really believe in people who, you know, pull themselves up by the bootstraps, get to get to going and get to doing what's good and doing what needs to be done and making, you know, living their dreams and doing what they love and grinding, grinding, grinding to work and get to the top. Yeah, I have done that in this, uh, you know, in, in, in a capacity where, you know, I was fed up working for other people, working nine to five, making, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. just above minimum wage. And so I just and, and here's the great thing about this country is that you can you have the decision yeah. and you have the power to change your situation, you know. And so yeah. you can go up right. and I started there and now I run my own business and I make probably 13, 14 times more than I ever would have, you know? So that's, that, that really does well for, that speaks well for this system. And there are so many, you know, other, every other country on earth, practically, you can't do that. And so another, another thing with that, like my mother works in a hospital and she sees people all the time who come from foreign countries and they, you know, they get picked in a lottery to come to America because this is the land of opportunity and that is very real because in in their home in their home country like they can't move up in life they're stuck at a station and if they want a better life for themselves and their families they have to move to america in order to accomplish that and they do and that's the great part we are a land of opportunity and that american dream that's alive and well whether we I, like to acknowledge it, yeah, go for it. Go for um, it. I believe the appear the uh the thought of the American dream. You you can be an immigrant or whatever. You work hard, get your uh, work hard. You know, get money, start a business, or whatever. You know, and you can make your dream come true. You know, picket fans of dogs, the American dream. Watch the football on Sunday or whatever. You know, I feel like it's a little overrated. I feel I, like America paints that picture. In, like I, I know I know there's a lot of poor places around in the country. I mean, around the world. But you know that this is the only free country, right? You know you can go to Spain and France and start a business there, and you'll make your way up just like any, just like America. The only difference is the poverty level. In 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 I would say in in Colombia, you know, in Colombia and down in uh, South America. You can you can walk around or in or someplace in Africa, you can walk around and be dirt poor with no shoes and stuff like that. But and it's a little the poverty level is a little different down in America. The poverty level is definitely different, but let's not lie and act like you can still go to another country, start a business as an immigrant from that, like from America. Yeah. You can do everything. That's why I feel like American dreams is a little overrated. And there's a lot like the deeper stuff that goes into that. But yes, it's true. You can come to this country and you can start a business. I just or feel you like just work for someone else and you know work yeah, your way up. Yeah, you can do you that. Know, that's but, what they all a lot of them do. Yeah, but I, I just feel like it's a little overrated because you can do the same thing in any other country. It's just that the poverty level is a little different and the pictures been painted for so many years. 
Well, not exactly when an economic system of a country doesn't allow for you to move up. It depends on the country for sure. It does, and, and, and that's yeah. why a lot of those people are coming to America because we have a system where they're actually able to move up. Yeah, but you can go to France. You can go. I mean, I'm saying I'm not saying you can you can go to a lot of different countries with equal economic systems. Well, but, sure. but America's is more popular one because of the painted picture. Well, there's the a lot of, of opportunities here. There is a lot of opportunities. There's a lot here. of opportunities. There is, but I feel like there's a lot of opportunities in some other places too. I just I just feel like it's a little it's definitely opportunities here, but I feel it's just the the image of the American I think thing is a little overrated when you can still do it in another country you, as well. So as you with can, economic equality. You, it's just it's just America. We have well so here's the thing about America is that we have more opportunities here than a lot of other countries combined. Like we are, you know, the land of opportunity, so to speak. And there's a reason for that. You can't go to France and get all the opportunities that you can here. But maybe you can get different opportunities that you can't get in America. Well, sure, you can get different opportunities, but I guess it really depends on what you want. Yeah. So, but but that's why I say it's a little overrated because you can do the same thing in another country. It's just the American picture is that you're supposed to do it in this country because we have better opportunities. Right. When I feel that, it just varies on what you want to do. Andy's weighing in. You finally decide to wait. Let's go. Let's wake up. Let's do it. Well, no, no, no. So with America, I mean, I don't know. We're not the greatest country in the world. We have the I mean, You military. can't tell that to a random American, though. No, they they think you're the greatest. <laughs> but I feel like but this is a great country. Though. It is a great country. Really. I'd rather be from America than any other place. Though. Oh, yeah. It's it's a great country, but, but it's we have not our inner demons. I'd rather be. I'm glad every I'm place here. does. Mm-hmm. Well, I'd rather be somewhere over in Europe. Yeah. Well, because America is quite overrated. I mean, I think the whole land of opportunity thing wasn't ever truly a realized picture for everybody. If you think about the inequality in this country and the history of it, you know, I mean, I think it. Well, I just came up. Remember my friend that traveled the world and stuff like that, played soccer? Remember, he told me a great aspect about America. He told me that he's traveled all over the world and he told me that the difference between America and Europe and South America and all these different countries is racism built within the system in, 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 in like, like in places in Europe, it's more individualized. Like you yeah. can, you can be a person, like, it's not like a, it's not built in within the system for a certain race to not thrive more than another race. Cause that's the American system. That's the American dream that they won't tell you, but in Europe or whatever, it's just individualized and it's not within a system. So it's, it's, it's a little, if you're, if you're black, and you're trying to come, if you're black back in 19 or whatever, you probably have a better chance of making it in Europe than America. Oh, for when sure. you're talking about making it up. Most definitely. That's what that's, that's, I mean, that's the American dream. That's within the system, a little deep though. That's right. what I think. Yeah. A quote that this reminds me of, which perfectly explains this is, I think I talked about this last time I can remember. My imagination is limited to my socialization. But that's the quote, but it also says, I'm paraphrasing here at this part, but this is not, I think it like it's like, this doesn't fully determine who I am as a person, you know, but like, you know, like the, the situation that you happen to be born in, whether your race, your social status or whatever is a it's predetermined and it affects, you know, you know, your, your margin for success with financial success you know or just whatever you know i don't know andy you chilling over there 
Yeah, I'm chilling. I'm just tired. <laughs> yeah. No, I think Justin, what you said does have merit to it for sure. Um, but I also feel, I mean, to be, you know, frank with you, my mom grew up poor in Wilmington. Yeah. And she worked her way up because she wanted a better life for herself and her family. And she has provided that through hard work and dedication. And that was her American dream. Yeah. You know, and that, and that came true. And, um, you know, she, she passed, I think the idea of the American dream is often construed with, you know, um, someone from a different country comes over to obtain the American dream when people here already have it. Reality is, everybody's searching for their own American dream and it's different for everyone. Like that was, that was my mother's journey. That was her American dream and she accomplished it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. That's true. Just another way to look at it. Good shit. Yeah. Andy, you look as happy as a monkey over there. What's up? You high, man. You, I think you smoked a little bit. I'm just chilling. Yeah. <laughs> we did before this. Nice. As you should. As you should. Man, I can't wait till we all get together. This is like a Joe Rogan length episode. Pretty much, How long would the average episode be? Like an hour. An hour, yeah. So this is like yeah. one of the longer episodes. This is probably the longest episode we've yeah, ever I done. I came in and just talked I'm the whole place down. <laughs> yeah, I just talked the whole place down, dude. I just we the lodge made history. You did. Assad made history. What a legend! This is awesome. Yeah, good shit. Uh, Halloween. I'm going back home. Uh, my girlfriend's oh. actually having a Halloween party or whatever, so I'm oh. going to be uh, down there. You know, just enjoying school because I believe that uh one thing one thing great about school like being like my my how my I live two hours away from here so one thing about college is I realize it's very mentally stressful so it's always good to go home un, unwind and get away from this for a little second and then get to get a mental refresher and come back that's mm-hmm. what I that's what I like about you know being able to drive back home that would be nice yeah yeah I feel bad <laughs> for people who are living up north or. You know. But you know, my house is borderline to where I could I could drive to the for a weekend. You know, if I had like a mm-hmm. three four day weekend, yeah. I could do it. Mm-hmm. But me, don't be like Peter and you know, Vancouver. You gotta uh, literally like take like two I flights. Can't do that. You see, but my my escape from college from campus and everything is I just drive down to the beach. I go surf. I go sail. I, I go to Brook Green Gardens and all that. And I just find just, just getting off campus. Getting you know, off campus in general. Yeah, is, is yeah. easy easy. I go for walks and stuff and I shred on my shred sled. Like there's some great places around to do that, you know? And so I, I just, I love it. It's home. Dude. All right. Do we want to move in into our media and wrap this up? Yeah. All right. Aside, you had the media this week. I had to give it to you. What'd you get? So Wait, let me, is this the, is this the guy that was the filmmaker, the right, the the guy who was supposed to be in the podcast I was on? Um, no, you are the filmmaker. Last I checked. Yeah, no, 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 no. yeah, I know, but there was 
Oh, he's the film buff. Yeah, oh, yeah. Buff. I love yeah. movies. Movies yeah. are my watching is my favorite thing to do. I know, I know all the okay. okay. I know literally half of hot, like more than half of Hollywood actors and stuff. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. I got you. Yeah, cool. but uh, the media of the week is uh one of my favorite TV shows. If you have Netflix, um, it's called Narcos. Y'all ever heard of Narcos? Yeah, yeah, I started yeah. watching it. It's it seems pretty good, bro. I've watched. I've I've watched so far. They have Narcos Mexico season three coming out in November too. So uh, one thing I did was uh, I started. See, I always had a big interest in like it's not sound real bad. I had a big interest in like the history of drug trafficking and stuff like like yeah, Pablo Escobar and El Chapo and stuff like that because yeah. those guys were like I'm not saying they're great people because they killed thousands of people, but they uh. They were dirt poor, you know what I'm saying? Didn't have any shoes. You know, the poverty is crazy with those guys. But those guys became made men in in the <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry, but our buddy Liam. <laughs> Liam's so fucked up. He's right Liam is so fucked up. Okay, continue. <laughs> save that video. I need to save it. Please save it. I will. All right. So, um, but Narcos, uh, it's literally a biopic, you know, it's not like biopic, like one movie, but a series of yeah. uh, uh, the first Narcos, the first three seasons are about Pablo Escobar and, and uh, the Medellin cartel, you know, and their rivals, the Cali cartel. Yeah. And uh, it just bios about what actually transpired. And it's yeah. a huge interest to me when it comes to that stuff, because those guys are filthy fucking rich off of drugs and it's in your criminals but then they're lavish and it's it's such a huge interest in me you know and yeah yeah and in the 80s i love the 80s era and and, um and like you know narcos mexico Hmm? yeah i've heard of narcos mexico i haven't seen it yeah the first but i would wreck but it's a time pattern you know so you got to watch narcos you know uh the first narcos which state takes place in colombia yeah and then you got to go to narcos mexico because uh you know, all together, if you watch, you know, not including the seasons coming up, it's five seasons. You know, it's two seasons of Narcos Mexico, and yeah, then true. it's three seasons of Narcos with Pablo. So, and, and it's and it's and it's amazing. You know, and one of smooth. It's, it's like it's a great show. It's phenomenal. You know, and speak me since I'm a Spanish major. Yeah. Um, one thing you're gonna be reading a lot of subtitles though, but trust I, me, I watch good. a lot of anime, and I watch uh, what is it called? Money Heist. I watch. I watch. A lot La Casa de Papel. I love La Casa de Papel. Yeah, yeah, Money Heist is my favorite, bro. But um, you should watch Money Heist too. But Narcos is that thing that I would re- recommend. And Pablo was a bad motherfucker in that show. You seen Breaking Bad, right? Hmm. You seen Breaking Bad, right? No. Oh, you Wait, should what? watch Breaking Wait, Bad. Is I mean, so- listen, I I know about Breaking Bad, and one thing about me is that I know it's good. It's just that it's so much seasons that I can't commit to seven seasons. That's true. You can't commit <laughs> I, that much. I'm telling you, though, it's so it's. So, I know bad. it's so good. I, I, I love like I don't. I, it's gonna sound so bad, but I, I love drugs. Like I'm like even though, like even drugs that I would never take. Like I would never. never yeah, it's it's amazing how they it's amazing how they come up, you know. And and then think about it, they're just normal businessmen. That's all they really are. They're just billionaire businessmen, but it just their product is illegal substances. Yeah. That's it. The businessmen, and then though, they're cold-hearted too. They're killing you. That's true, that's oh, they're cool, but it's so interesting. Like, honestly, it's very interesting. It's fucked up in a way because they they kill people and shit. But it's mm-hmm. so interesting. Like, and oh, 
Yeah. You know, Pablo Pablo's uh responsible for the death of over three thousand people. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah he, and uh, and he and you know, once uh, a funny story. There was a guy who was like a minister. He was like well, like a minister, like a newly minister in uh in uh in Colombia, and he was on a mission to take down Pablo, of course, and. He, and he had major security and uh, he told one of the security got a heads up that, yo, you shouldn't board that plane. Like, no, you shouldn't board that plane. And eventually there was a suicide bomber that Pablo had hired on the plane to go yeah. blow up the whole entire plane full of 300 passengers just to kill one person. And guess what? He wow. didn't get on the plane because the guy, when the heads up happened, he, he listened to the heads up. If he didn't listen to the heads up, well, that never happened. He would have been on that plane that blew up. And that's why if somebody tells me to not get on a plane, I don't get on the damn plane. Wow. Yeah, Pablo is Pablo's. He, he's he's a sicko. But you you will see the performance that uh that uh I don't know his I forgot his name, but um he I, put I, up an amazing I, I, performance. Yeah, I so I watched a little bit. I I would have watched one tonight, but I don't get what I don't get is what is it? It was I don't get suicide bombing. Why? Well, people already, you know how the mental aspect of people already com- wanting to commit suicide, someone like Pablo or whatever, or, you know, it just takes advantage of someone who already wants. Well, in I don't want to spoil it, you know, for you. Yeah. If you do watch it. But in the series, it's a setup. This person was not informed about the bomb that he had. So Pablo basically tricked him. Right. Oh, so Pablo, Pablo tricked him. He, he didn't he wasn't a suicide bomber, but Pablo tricked him into yeah. actually clicking a button. And boom. So he, yeah, he didn't really even. Like- yeah, he was. Yeah, he was just a setup, basically. But wow. but he did all that just to get one person. Think about it. One guy would literally kill three, three hundred people just to get to one. Just That's to kill. Crazy. One. That's crazy. That wow. is crazy. They didn't even get him. Just, didn't like- even get him. just killed three thousand. I mean, just killed three hundred. That's crazy. All right. Well, that's an excellent recommendation. I have a quote this week. Um, our quote of the week comes from Steve Jobs. Ooh, legend. Legend. Uh, he says, your time is limited, so don't waste it living in someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living it with the results of other people's thinking. Mic drop, Steve Jobs. <laughs> I think um, definitely words of wisdom for sure. So, all right, dudes and moments. Um, Andy, do you want to start off with our dude of the week? Who's your dude of the week? Probably. Oh, my math teacher. Right on. Uh, it just makes it easy. <laughs> That's good. Fuck math. <laughs> Justin, who's your dude of the week? Uh, honestly, just getting the hair cut. That was so good, though. Like, she washed my hair, conditioned my hair. Nice. the hot water towels, massage me. Did you go to sports clips? Nah, I just go to the the, the um, University Mall. University Mall barbershop. And oh, you gotta go to you, you you gotta go to a real nigga barbershop, bro. You know about those barbershops. 
I know what you're talking about. Gotta go to real nigga barbershops. I always stay with the real nigga, man. <laughs> I okay, I do too, but like normally, but like, oh my gosh, bro. I, I mean, they so definitely hard. put a lot more effort and different stuff to it for sure. <laughs> it's also it was only twenty five dollars. My cut is twenty dollars though. My cut is. $20. You got a fresh cut today, didn't you? Yeah, I did get a fresh cut. Twenty dollars. I gave for five dollar tip because. Ah uh, yeah yeah. I get the lines, that's how DJ rich. Uh, sometimes if it's a if it's a fret, I'll I'll pay exactly what I need to pay. But if it's a, I'll get a little over that if you really give me if something fresh. Really like the dude something. today when he lined me up, bro, I, <laughs> I had to give him an extra five dollar tip oh, for yeah. this. Come on, look at that. Did you does your viper use the razor blade? Get those really clean lines. Uh, he uses uh, it yeah, it was a, it was like a, I don't even think it's a razor, but it was something he put on. Then he just sprayed on to make it look fresh like that. Get that fresh cut, like like the line. We, yeah, like uh, the like the fade, like the fade on the top. Okay, I got you. I got you. I love it. Yeah. Nice. All right, Assad. Who is your dude of the week? Um, my dude of the week. I forgot his name, but I see him all the time when I stare in the mirror. <laughs> but uh just joking but due to the week um i can i have two yeah you have one two. is my barber for giving me the freshest fucking cut today he then he actually was amazing two yeah. is my boy eric man <laughs> dude legend. For, uh, what for bringing me on the podcast letting me uh spit some knowledge or spit some game real quick you know it won't have be a great the last time it will not be the last time yeah man First i was time. i'm glad you gave me this opportunity man. absolutely I mean, if you want to be on every week, I would love that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that'd be great. Honored. Honored. Wow. All right. Well, my do the week, I now have two. <laughs> and one of them is um, John King. The He's the instructor of the sailing club. Um, he's a legend for, uh, you know, taking me out, having a gnarly day on the waves today. It was sick. Um and you know fixing me up to go and get my captain's certificate so i can i can play with the big boat so that'll be fun and uh dude my second dude of the week it's gonna have to be my brother Assad over here dude just chilling no just chilling so okay. i was so happy to have him on this week and so i'm just i wanted y'all to hear what he had to say because this man is a never-ending bank of happiness, fun, knowledge, and just a great, great hang. I'm really, I'm really stoked that I'm able to, you know, be around this guy all the time. So that's gay, but uh, I'll take that. <laughs> hey, no homo. I yeah, wearing no socks. Homo. Wearing We're socks. Get, oh, I don't get canceled for saying it. It was, it was a joke. Cancel culture. It was a joke. Cancel culture. It's a joke. Get a hold of yourselves. It was a joke. Don't come for me. <laughs> all right. Um. I think moment of the week, and then we're done. So, uh, Andy, moment of the week, go. Um, probably just getting my stuff done. Just getting my work done. I'm at sleep. Right on. Yeah. Justin, moment of the week. <laughs> uh, I don't even know. Either like, same thing like getting that haircut or like I love receiving mail. Like I, I got mail, a lot of mail. Nice. Even though it's so small, like I don't I love it. Right on. 
a sad moment? I've been trying to scheme and think of the moment that happened this week that was crazy. Uh, moment of the week, uh, I'd say I don't even have one. I don't really know. Well, I'll say moment of the week. Uh, maybe my entire today. Today would be my uh big twenty four hour moment of the week because today uh today uh I I thought it was gonna be a bummer yesterday because yeah. I had I had a lot of stuff to do today so I said it's gonna be a shit day because it's basically a working day you know those days where you just have a lot of shit to do ripping and running yeah yeah it was I thought it was gonna be that but um but honestly I I got a lot of my you know stuff done. And in a timely yep. manner, it was pretty chill. You know what I'm saying? And in the working stuff, it wasn't ripping and running. It was, it got done, but it wasn't, you know, stressfully got stressfully got. I got done. you, man. Yeah, and then I mean, and it all finished with a great podcast. So Dude, the 24 hour moment of the week. Of the week. There you go. That's a great one. And mine is going to be very redundant, but the sale I went on today, highlight for sure. You know, like. Yeah. I've never been out. He, John was telling us, he's like, this is as gnarly at conditions as you're ever going to be out on an 18 foot catamaran in the Atlantic ocean. So I was stoked on that. Oh yeah. But also I got to say just how fast October has flown by. It's going 75 in a 55. In it's a, great. In a second. Oh, it's yeah. Next year, man. It's true. It's going to be November in like two days. I know. It was, it, was, it, was, it was just 2008, man. I know. And I went to sleep in 2008 and woke up in 2020. Dude. So I'm stoked about how fast time's going. Moment of the week. It's so nice. Yeah. All right, y'all. That was a great pod. Um, so thank y'all for listening to the Musings of Men podcast this week. Um, we got a ton more stuff coming for you. This was a huge highlight for us. Um, follow us on Instagram at the Musings of Men. And uh, till next time, so how, stay how, stoked. How many, people, oh, I got how many yeah. people watched it? Like, is it a good bit of people? It is a good it? bit of people, actually. Um, I have the statistics on us, both Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and YouTube. We're lacking in YouTube. Y'all catch up on the YouTube. Um, we got. In total, probably about a thousand folks. Okay. Yeah. So all for like a thousand amazing people watching, follow me on Instagram. Yeah, shout out your socials. My Instagram is official underscore quiz803. That's my Instagram. Uh official is lowercase underscore quiz. Q is is lowercase 803. Come on. Shout hey, I'm looking for more followers. I need the followers. Legend. I'm trying to get a little, I'm trying to get a hundred K followers before I die. <laughs> we'll get you that, but we'll get you. Man, but, I didn't even realize a thousand people were listening. <laughs> yeah. A lot of thousand people are very well educated by. Yeah. I mean, us. yeah. You, oh yeah. That little, God, like, this is my second time on the podcast, bro. They, they're learning more about me. <laughs> You're a big know. hit. Does it have a comment section? There is a comment section on you can like re- le- like leave a review that helps out. That's about all you can do. I would love to see a comment section on this. Yeah, a lot of people have to weigh in on some interesting yeah. topics. It may be a little controversial. Can't cancel me. <laughs> Follow me on Instagram though. Ah, <laughs> uh, right, y'all. Well, uh, stay stoked. Be good. See you. Yeah.